live stream of tonight's podcast is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at podcastaccelerator.com. The North Bay game turned into a brawl on the ice and then out in the hall. Nat, Zeke, and Meeg have to go to the league, and all the Sioux sent was their call-ups? Wait, the Sioux sent us their call-ups? Tanya, you ready? Yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah! Matt, you ready? Yes, yes, yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah! Victor, you ready? It's not a goldfish. Good, because you're going. Yeah! That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday. And that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny, and now Shorzy. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one, like hockey, brings people together. I'm Al, your host, <laughs> and joining me in the room, as always, is lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the vicious Victor. And joining us this week, uh, she's probably the biggest Justin Bieber fan I've ever met. She's originally from Northern Ontario, but now she lives in Southeast Virginia with her hubby of five years. They're parents of four guinea pigs, and now they're expecting their first human child in October. Please join me <laughs> in making some noise for Brit and where's oh Brit and Mo. Oh, sorry. Don't call me, don't call me Brittany, Brit, uh, and Mo. There we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll explain in a second why I messed that up. I regret nothing. Welcome such a good level. to the produce stand, Brit and Mo. Okay. I, I apologize, Mo. I did not forget your name. I was hunting for my, my link. So, Everything Hold messed Ron up. Burgundy, if it's written on the paper. No, no, no. Like an hour, uh, an hour ago, basically, my sound uh, board that I usually use for every episode for the last 120 episodes uh, got corrupt. So I'm like, oh shit, I don't have a soundboard. So I was scrambling uh, right up until like a little while ago, building a brand new soundboard from scratch with a different, a completely different program. So I, I'm not familiar with the soundboard. So I apologize, Mo. I did not forget your name. I promise you. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Produce Stand, you two. Uh, it's great to have you here. Uh, I mean, you've been on um, Ag Halls before, but this is your first time as panelists. So we have to ask yes. you the standard questions, Britton and Mo. Uh, where are you speaking to us from? Sadly, Virginia. Virgi- sadly, Virginia. I heard sadly, Virginia. Oh, sorry. Okay, that's Virginia. Is that a town sadly. in Virginia? Oh, sadly. Oh, sadly. sadly. It can't be that bad. Sadly, sadly is the name of the, of the town. Sadly. sadly. Yeah. I know. I know, Britt. You've been talking about moving back to Canada, but I didn't think yeah, it was it that bad. It could be sadly too. Sadly. Either one. Sadly, Either Virginia. One sadly, Virginia. Is that so, Britt? You're you're originally from the Sioux. The Sioux. Because oh, they're so God. fucking good. And uh, Mo, are you from sadly? <laughs> No, I East Coast. East Coast. We New in general, York, New Jersey, North Carolina. Oh, all right, all East right. Coast, America. East yeah. Coast, America. Very good. Uh, so, how did you guys discover? I mean, I know this is a Shorzy podcast, but it's a Letter Kenny question. How did you discover uh, Letter Kenny? So we were driving to New York to visit to visit my family. The podcast or the show? Oh, are we talking about the podcast? The first, no, the, first Letter Kenny. First Letter Kenny. Okay, okay. Start with the show. Thanks. <laughs> I guess that's me. Okay, so my um, my friends at home watched it. They watch a lot of. Um, I think they watch a lot of Canadian TV. My parents didn't have Crave, so I didn't really watch it. Right. 
but they dressed up as I think Wayne and Derry and Katie for Halloween one year. I saw the pictures and as you do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) when the pandemic hit, we're like, well, let's just add it to our list of things to watch Mm because there's nothing else to do on the weekends. And we loved it. It was fantastic. It made me feel like home. (laughs) Very good. So I guess you guys have been watching on Hulu then down there. Yes. And how did you discover our show? Oh, it's your turn now. I love that you guys like have this like plan. I'll talk about this. It's great. I love it. (laughs) So we were, we were driving to New York Mm -hmm. and that's an eight hour drive from here. So we knew we were going to go. It was our first time driving to Canada, Mm -hmm. like in a few weeks or a week after that. Mm -hmm. And that's a 16 hour drive. And we were like, okay, what are we going to listen to on that drive? Because we need something to keep us awake. And we were like, let's listen. I'm sure there's a podcast about Letterkenny, you know? So I Googled it and um, How Are You Now came up, of course. Right. You guys came up. And I, one of the, whatever site I was reading said, like, you know, this one was done by Canadians. And I was like, well, I like that. That <laughs> makes more sense. So we started listening to you guys. In Very July cool. Of 20, 20, 20, no, 2021. 21. I should really um, add that to our SEO that it's a, a, a podcast by Canadians about a Canadian show. Cause I think that it sounds like a lot of people are attracted to that for some reason. Yeah. That's what sold us. <laughs> Very enough. good. All right. Well, thank you. And welcome to the produce stand. We're going to, How are you now? Uh, the lineup today is going to be Al, Victor, Tanya, Matt, and our guests, Britain Mo will have the last word. And since I'm first, I guess I start. Uh, we played our show this past Saturday, my band, our second show ever. And it was like our private, the, the show that I look forward to every year. We haven't played it in a couple of years at at the, um, at a marina in Aurelia, at the port of Aurelia. And it was, uh, wow, what a day. <clears throat> Took us a couple hours to set up in the blazing hot sun. So by the time we were set up and ready to play, I was already exhausted. And then, of course, it's also the longest gig we play every all year because it's four sets, about 50 songs. Uh, by the end of it, I was just dying thank god i have a co-lead singer because uh if it was just me doing the singing i would have lost my voice halfway through but it was uh, a lot of fun not to my knowledge no one fell in the in the rivers or in the lake so there's that um hopefully there were no um uh what what are they called again casualties <laughs> aqua dumps yeah i don't know if there are any aqua dumps hopefully not um but anyway it was a good time well and then <laughs> thank you Britt. and then the other thing uh, was, uh tanya and i started stranger things season four yeah. uh this week so we're only Spoilers. we're only two uh two episodes in and after the first episode tanya was like i think i'm gonna let you watch this on your own what <laughs> scared the sugar out of me it's too scary oh, no. yeah, it was it's a little creepy for her, but she, she wow. persevered. And the thing is, whenever we watch this show, she's like, we have to watch the first few minutes of the next episode. Yeah. Cause I want to make sure the kids are okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's, what's kept her going. Right. So even though like she, like she gets the shit scared Every out of her. Every single freaking time. I'm like, oh, we just have to know that the kids are okay. Cause I will lay there in bed worrying about them. And I'm like, I just need to know that the kids are okay. And then. You know, we can just, you know, it's not real, right? It, it, it scares the, it it just, it scares me. I, 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 I've been taking, I've been actually crocheting. And so that way I can like look away when I take my moment (laughs) and then look back at it again. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really well done for, for a TV show. It's, it's, it's just really well done, but uh, yeah, I can see how 
Uh, some people may not enjoy watching it. I know, I think it was a lizard Kenny. She was having a hard time watching it on her own. Well, it's <laughs> so. a little bit poltergeisty, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's just like, anyway, so yeah, that's been our week. And then today I just had a, well, heck of a day, like tomorrow's Canada day. So we're, my cousin's coming over again with his family. So we're having guests over for the weekend. So Tanya's been busy cleaning the house. I've been busy at work, but then work was done and I was getting ready for tonight. And like I said, my, my soundboard just died on me and I was like, holy crap. So I had to, I had to actually create, recreate some of these new clips and I had to re export Victor's diabolical coffee ad. There was like so much going on. So I'm like, uh, I'm just, I'm a little tired right now. Hopefully the energy will pick up as we go along. Victor, how's your week? Um, yeah, it's been a, a long week. I'm glad I've been a, a thorn in your side, even though I wasn't there with you. So, so that's, that's, you're always you know. a thorn in my side, even when you're not. Yeah. Around, yeah. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a long week. I've had 7am meetings every single day this week. Like it's, it's been nuts when like presenting at these things. Um, so, so I'm, I'm happy that this week is over and, uh, this Friday is the beginning of having every Friday off for the last for the rest of the summer. Oh, so, fun! So that's really good. Um, so does that mean you're gonna you're gonna join more after parties then? We'll see. Maybe uh, you never know. <laughs> no, it just means uh, he's got to work more and then yeah, be more yeah, tired. It does, it, it does mean I have to work more. But no, I'm gonna. I have to set the right example for my team. Right? I can't. I can't be. A, I can't be doing that nonsense. But uh, yeah, so it's been it's been long. Uh, but uh, we, uh, Linda and I, binged through that show you recommended, Hacks. Mm-hmm. So good, yeah, so good. Yeah. It's funny the way season two ended. Like it, they could just go away. Yeah, could it could. Away. And I think I so. That you said that they're coming back for another season. Yeah, I was I was a little concerned too because the way it ended, it yeah, it was it was the perfect ending. Uh, yeah. But but then I was yeah, so it was at your place. I think when I read that uh, they were getting a season three. So there you go. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Well, so I'm cautiously optimistic about that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, and we, we binge through all of stranger things, uh, waiting for the last two episodes to drop. And, uh, you know, and, you know, based on what we've seen in the past, I'm sure they're going to kill off one of the kids this year, this season. No, see now you've just made it so that Tanya can't sleep anymore. Like she's going no, no, to, I, but, but that's what, that's, that's why you have no idea what's going to happen. And did they don't drop any hints? You have no idea. But so when it, it happens, it's going to be within the first three minutes yeah. of the next episode. It, well, it's probably going to it's probably going to be at the very in the last episode. But but I mean, it also could be like a fun. Yeah, uh, they whole, killed off quite a few game. people. Mm. Yeah, like you could you know you could start like putting in putting in some some uh, you know some some cash on it and see who's gonna who's gonna be the one to drop off. I don't mean that they killed off a whole bunch of people on like this round i'm I'm not spoiling anything it was the the last <laughs> okay. season the last oh, wow. season the yeah. last season they they oh, like in the mall bad and bad that big whole that's thing that happened oh, yeah. that was like a bunch of people got killed <laughs> so for anyway. anyone who hasn't seen season three yeah just, sorry yeah, spoil wow <laughs> well done anyway anyway let's move on tan how was your week <laughs> oh man i'm tired i'm tired today was the first day that both kids were home from school and uh yeah we're getting ready for um the cousins coming this weekend a family of five so it fills up the house real fast um we were watching another show did you didn't talk about the other show that we've been watching the lake oh and that's got gaylor in it that's right yeah Yeah. it's a canadian show called the lake takes place in cottage country uh in canada it's the second time this has come up this week and it's um it's a, a amazon prime show 
Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, Gail is in it. Uh, and um, see Gail in a different light. Oh Julia my God. Styles. Yeah. 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 Julia Stiles, which, yeah. They like a- to, they like to refer to refer to it as prime video and not mm-hmm. be associated with Amazon. Whatever. Amazon <laughs> prime video. Anyway, it's, it, it was a, it was a pretty good show. I didn't mind it. Yeah. It was really, uh, it was light. Yeah. It was light. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to stranger things, which is heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So nothing much uh, else I don't think happened. I, we went up to uh, my sister's on the weekend and stayed there, which is always nice because they're further North and a uh, little bit uh, laid back, relax and uh, nice to catch up and have some wine time. Um, yeah. Other than that, I don't think there's much, uh, we're, Oh, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a theater show happening this ah, Wednesday. Great, yeah. That I'm really looking forward to. Um, we're going uh, to a matinee, my daughter and I, and uh, we're going to see a show called Anne Juliet, which is a pre-Broadway show, I believe. Off-Broadway. Off-Broadway. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, looking forward to that. So it's the the idea of uh, Romeo and Juliet if Juliet didn't die. And she nice. just kind of is like very empowering and female like go get it. And, uh, yeah. And it's a musical. It's basically just a reason for, for a bunch of, it's got some really great girl power pop songs be sung on stage. So she doesn't like get depressed after Romeo dies and she's left all alone. No, she moves on. Okay. Scorched earth kind of thing. Katy Perry song. (laughs) Isn't it Katy Perry that does the, you're going to hear me roar. Uh, That's that's in, there's a bunch of pop songs in it. It's, it's It's, a musical for for kids. Empowerment. Yeah. It's not just kids though. It's designed. All the, um, all the, um, reviews so far are just saying it's like an amazing, amazing show. So I'm going to give that a go. It's not for kids. (laughs) All the the reviews are by adults. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah so we're gonna give that a go on wednesday mm-hmm. or i'm gonna get tanya's gonna step into a theater oh yeah full of people on wednesday yeah in, in I've, been, I've been doing baby steps this is what i've been uh preparing for so yeah we're gonna give it a go on wednesday and uh, just inching closer and closer to our trip where i have to get on a freaking airplane so uh yeah it just should be uh, one thing at a time it's, it's uh tanya's exposure therapy yes matt how's your week yeah, so um, <laughs> I've been off all week. It's been great. Oh, have you? This, yeah, oh. this is a, it was a holiday. I mean, I, I've been off, but not like we had anything planned. We didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we did. And actually now realizing, Britain, I forgot that it was you guys here tonight. I feel like this might come a hop a little upsetting, but we're going to go with it anyways. Um, uh, Jen and I, so we went, we did the Zoom Monday, which was a blast. And then on uh, Tuesday night, we went out for the very first time for an overnight away from the little guy. Ooh. And he's two and a half years old. <laughs> so oh it takes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, mm. par- so partially our decision and in this blame a little bit on COVID. So yeah. you can find, you know, that there's ways around these rules. But yeah. it was our first end away. And we didn't we didn't we, 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 we kind of let loose. Apparently we can't do that as much as we Oh, <laughs> this is the hungover tweet that oh, we saw dude, the next yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we start so it was funny. We, so when we're in Toronto, we actually rented an Airbnb just to extra get away mm-hmm. um, so nice. here in the city, right? Mm-hmm. Like literally 10 minutes from my house, we spent 160 <laughs> bucks on a You paid a neighbor to, to stay in their in their in their house. Yeah. Our <laughs> the grandparents came to watch him for the night, which was great. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why don't you guys just come back? We're like, no, because then we wake up and he's here. So we want to be there. And uh it was Absolutely. worth every penny. 
Um, so, but so it was what? Yeah, what's that? Unlike Hitch, you want to be where he ain't at. <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. Just to wake up and not and and just know that you don't have to like immediately get breakfast going and yeah. just yeah. like just yeah. lay just there. All the normal rules weren't there, and, <sighs> and I still didn't. I was still so it's worth. It. So it was a fun night. We actually had a really good time. We went out. Um, we started drinking and traveling around four o'clock in the afternoon. We came back to the hotel at two thirty in the morning. Um, didn't know we had it in us. It was great. And we just kind of winged the whole night. We did a little bit of light shopping at first, just because there's lots of shit downtown. Went out to dinner at a brewery, crushed some beers, bought last minute Jays tickets and went to a game. We arrived at the Good second. And le- yeah, we arrived at the second inning and left at the eighth. Apparently oh, you left before the comeback. Yeah. <laughs> you left before the ending. Well, they were winning when I when we left. They were winning. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I hear it was like a really exciting finish to that's, that game. Well, that's what my dad says. Like, Tell me you stayed for the end. I'm like, no. He's like, you missed it. I'm like. Fuck, I don't care. Go oh, sports, well. right? Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, fun. Lizard Kenny says, and in nine months, baby number four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I've put a stop to that, and I will make that fucking clear. So if there's baby number four, there's questions to be answered. <laughs> so, no, it was a fun night. We got out, and then we went to, like, some game, like, arcade place across the road called the Rec Room, which was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. had Calamari at one o'clock in the morning. We found a place and crushed that and made some new friends, and stumbled our asses back to the Airbnb. And uh, the shitty thing was after all that, I still woke up at six 30 in the morning. Uh, oh, <laughs> like I think I was still drunk when I woke up and I'm like, I'm wide awake and I'm like, I'm going to get coffee. Cause I'm, I, I can't sleep. I don't, I don't know how to sleep past six 30 or seven. Yeah. Even if I go to bed at three o'clock in the morning, it's just, it's the weirdest thing. But anyways, it was great. It was great. It was great. Nice. It, you won't take two and a half here, guys. I promise. No. I mean, I can't promise, but <laughs> it's important to make time. I have a hard time leaving my guinea pigs oh. with the neighbors watching them. Oh, okay. So you're used to this, Mo. So. Yeah, you're used to this. You're not going anywhere. I just, you'll, you'll, yeah, go yeah. She, you'll go when he or she is five, right? So you're good. I want to I want to clarify to our buddy Jeff on the live stream. Uh, we did not get rid of the RV. We're flying to Newfoundland and then getting picking up an RV oh. in St. John's and, and RVing around the island. So. Yeah. So, so we're great. we're doing both. Nope. Yeah. What do you mean? Hold on. And this, vasectomies can reverse them. No. No. Yeah, I'm Matt. Not, you, I will not you accept test. that as fact. You, you did pay. No, I know you're cheap. You did pay the extra and have it tested after to make sure that there was no swimmers, right? Listen, I'm done my my update for the week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Britain Moe's turn right. to do their update. Ho- hopefully, Doctor Nick did a good job, and you'll be all right. Hi, everybody. All right, uh, Brit. <laughs> he rubbed the little swimmers on a piece of paper, and I could see oh right through it. It's great. <laughs> oh man, Brit, how was your week? Don't know how I'm going to top that. Uh, oh my god, a nightmare. <laughs> We had six new people start at my work. I'm in HR. I am 100% in charge of onboarding them and making sure that everything runs to schedule. And of course, two days in a row, the schedule has blown up in my face. So had lots of fun. My boss is out of town. My supervisor was out this morning. I was just like, okay, we're going to just, we're going to roll with it. I figured out my emergency response system to... Fix the schedule takes about four hours to kick in. Oh dear! So not, not very responsive. <laughs> no, I figured <laughs> everything out emergency? four hours later. 
well, just schedule rearranging and mm-hmm. all okay. that kind of stuff. So yeah, I figured the right thing out four hours later and it wasn't too late. It was all good, but I'm tired of work. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm working from home tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, I feel uh, your pain, Britt. I, I used to be in HR as well, so I know exactly what all right, most You've got a long weekend coming <laughs> up, do you not? <laughs> Sounds like a rough yeah, week. Yeah, we do have a long weekend. You have Thank the God. Monday off? Yeah, we do have Monday, Monday off, off, but there you we'll go. be celebrating tomorrow night. We got to go buy some crappy fireworks from Walmart so I can light them off mm-hmm. in the backyard. And that's it. We have no other plans. Do you get to declare Canadian there and take tomorrow off as well? <laughs> I wish. Oh, that'd be fun. I wish. Right? <laughs> but that's why I decidedly was like, I am working from home on Friday. So I don't have to get dressed and go into the office. There you <laughs> so by and if way, I wasn't so pregnant, I would be off very early and start yeah. drinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and tomorrow being Canada Day, it's also Jared Kiesel's birthday. So happy birthday to, to Wayne and Shorzy. Right. Yes. Happy birthday. Mo, how's your week? My week was good um, so far. My boss is out uh, also this week. So I'm kind of half filling in for him. Um, we got a shed last week. I say shed. We got a big, bigger shed last week. So I've spent a lot of time. Was it a bad it shed? Because Britt doesn't look very happy. With no, the shed. he lives in the shed now. <laughs> well, I've got a whole bunch oh. of little stuff to set up now. Oh. You know, no, get, I get it. It's his. It's I get it. Make sure it's just yeah. make sure there's electricity. It's insulated. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, there will be electricity, <laughs> and I will insulate it eventually. But um, yeah, so just it's been fun. Shed things. Pretty chill week. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it sounds like uh, some of us need a coffee. So why don't we uh, listen to this word from our sponsor? Hey there. Wait, what are we doing again? The sponsor read. Oh, okay. Wait, we have a sponsor? Yes, it's Eric. Oh, I know Eric. He's a good guy. I know. Did you know he sells coffee? Yes, of course I... I think it's called Diabolical Coffee. Can we just... It's devilishly good coffee. You don't say. He also sells diabolically awesome swag. Terrific. He's got a roast for all tastes. Is that right? Yeah, you can order whole bean, coarse, standard grind, and espresso. Espresso, but whatever. Hey, uh, don't you and Tanya use K-Cups? You know we do. I think he has those too. Wonderful. Imagine if we could use promo code like Stand to get 10% off coffee or merch from his store. Yes, that would be cool. Wait a minute. I just had a brilliant idea. What's that? We should get Diabolical Coffee to sponsor the podcast. We should? Yes. Why have we never thought of that before? I give up. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric, for your support. And speaking of support, welcome new Twitter followers, Troy N.J. Mumbrew, a designer girl from D.C. Metro, Devin from Vermont, Pook Pook from Manchester, Bees Cooch, uh, Bagman, Dan MacGyver, uh, Laura Herbert from downtown Vegas, Adam Murray from uh, New Jersey, Braxton Sawyer from Washington, North Carolina. I don't know. You guys have a Washington in every state, do you? (laughs) Holly from Southern Wisconsin, Matt Elliott, Angelia W., John Cody Smith from Chattanooga, Tennessee. I love saying that word, Chattanooga. Paul Randolph. Randolph, uh, Anne from Niagara Falls, Ontario, Erica Austin from Virginia Beach, Virginia, CJ Lopes 7 from On a Bus, Kurt Herbosch-Schleimer from not Las Vegas, Aaron, our, our Aaron from the TPS uh, DM group. Uh, Aaron! Yes. Really? 
Wow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> this, that's how far behind I am. <laughs> Gordon Burney from Fort Lewis, Washington. Jay Riley, Venom, the Ven- uh, the Vengeance. Uh, Mike Powers from Seattle. S- Sam O'Brien Olinger from Dublin City, Ireland. Brandon Elliott, Not Faulty, Just Blank Podcast. Anthony Al Gore, Fifi uh, from LA, Lizbeth from uh, Lizbeth uh, O'Connor, O'Connell, uh, JJ Green Giant, Jess at, from at home, Andrew Thalaka, a uh, Thalaker, <laughs> uh, elements of a manic pitsy dream girl from South Carolina, Mark from Phoenix, Arizona, Adam Frescona, adopted to screen podcast, Kitty Howard, uh, Steve Vanderwilp, uh, Ronnie is old. Old from the morgue, Craig Preston Totso from Brooklyn, New York, Deepak uh, Maladjusted from Ardry, Alberta, Danielle uh, Shinky from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, Robert Robert Lyon from Dallas, Royce from Chicago, and Chris. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Previously on Letter Kenny. Last week we reviewed episode four of Shorzy. If you can't wait, win, don't play. That episode was our third unicorn in a row, getting a fresh rating from all of our panelists, including our guest Brenya. Uh, according to our scientific Twitter poll, 84.2% of you agreed. It was fresh. Uh, 13.2 gave it a clearance and 2.6 gave it a compost. Uh, this week we recap and review uh, episode five of Shorzy. Hockey brings people together. Uh, I've done my homework. Victor, have you done your homework? Uh, Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes, sir. Matt, have you done your homework? Multiple times. Britt, Mo, have you done your homework? <laughs> yes, sir. Multiple times. All right. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. We pick up right after we left off at the hockey game against North <laughs> Bay. We're treated to a musical montage to disco music. Um, the tu- uh, Nothing on the ice except sticks, gloves, and helmets in the tunnel. Headed to the Bulldogs dressing room is riddled with broken sticks. Shorzy stands against the wall, catching his breath and psyching himself out before joining the brawl on the other side. He turns the corner and all we see are players from both teams brawling. Shorzy breaks his stick across one North Bay player's back with a cross check and then uses the broken end of his stick to chop out the back of another player's leg before spearing yet another player in the gut. Uh, very violently. He pulls Michaels off his opponent by the hair to fight the guy, but then gets tackled by another North player. Uh, and then fish jumps on the previous guy. Then we cut to Nat running towards the melee uh, when the sluts finally arrive and join the fracas and we fade to the open logo. And that's your cold open. There were no words, just, just action. And I guess I start. And um, it's funny when we were watching, I think, yeah, when we were watching this, Tanya actually said words. She said, they never picked. Why are you you giving away my words? Okay. I'll let you say your words. Anyway, this, this cold open was. uh, See, this is why I poker face you. (laughs) He's stepping on our dick, man. Yeah. I mean, cause I'd have nothing much to say about it, except it was, it was just a continuation of the previous uh, episode. I'm going to steal someone else's shit. (laughs) Oh my. There's, there's a violent fight and uh, we see a little bit more about Shorzy. I mean, Shorzy's not a fighter. Like we, we've, I've said before, you know, letter Kenny Wayne is a virtuous guy and he plays fair and, and right. And Shorzy doesn't care about playing fair. He just cares about winning by any means necessary. And one of his things, and we'll hear later on is you don't drop your stick during a fight. That's just stupid. That's just dumb. And uh, we see this uh, uh, in action during this uh, fight. We see the the sluts arriving late and joining in. And um, yeah, that's all I have really to say. And but it, I guess the the interesting part of this cold open is this whole thing was set to disco music, which was kind of <laughs> kind of interesting choice for music. There, what do you think? To be alive. Yeah, what do you think, Victor? 
Yeah, I was. I, I'm wondering if they had to pay royalties. Uh, if they, you know, I guess they're doing well because I'm sure they did have to pay royalties yeah. for that song. Mm-hmm. And because uh, that's, I think that's the biggest song they've had on their show so far. Um, Maybe. So that's that's yeah. I I would say I'm willing to gamble that that is the biggest song they've had and probably the most they've ever had to play uh, pay for music to mm-hmm. use in their in their episodes. Uh, I mean, it just means they're big time now. Uh, you know, I think that they've arrived. <laughs> Uh, with that disco song, mm-hmm. uh, I, so for me, that's the biggest takeaway from that cold open is that they've arrived, uh, right. uh, and and um, and I'm going to keep it short because I can't wait to hear what Tanya has. To say. <laughs> okay, Dan, what did you think? <laughs> well, as uh, Al was mentioning earlier, um, I was going to say I I couldn't believe that we picked up where we left off. Like we've never done that before. Like it literally, we ended, you know, the, the zoom out and everybody coming in. And now we've come back into a, uh, like the next show mm-hmm. with all of the uh, gloves out on the ice and zooming in. And I love that Shorzy was like taking his breath, taking his moment, waiting on the, on the other side of the wall and, you know, takes a breath, goes in, love that he pulled Michael's hair. Like it's his <laughs> own guy. And he's like, pulls it, pulls him off, starts throwing the punches. And then we see all the guys. I'm a little confused though, that we all of a sudden see all the guys. Cause the last we had seen them, they were in the alleyway and they were like all on the ground. No, those guys joined in after, right? So the, the, after the cold open, well, at the end of the cold open, they come, they come running in. Right. Right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. We saw them last. They were in an alleyway. Oh, so all they of a took sudden the portal, they, they st- took the portal, <laughs> they took the portal and they Sudbury's came not that big. Like, <laughs> I just wonder whether they were like detained. Were they like thrown in the back of a truck because they seem really ready to fight and they had just got their asses kicked. Because, and well, I think, no, they, they already had foreplay. They were ready to go. Yeah, they yeah, were, their adrenaline's up. Yeah. They were <laughs> rushing to the rink cause they were late for the game because of the fight. Mm-hmm. And then when they got in the rink, they, they saw the fight, but and were they knocked the out in the fight like i can't remember like no, i thought they, we they, saw they, bodies no, in the didn't. alleyway no the, the oh, alley was empty. the other guys Trash bags. Yeah. that yeah. was the other the alley guys. was empty i think the alley was empty i don't think there were any bodies oh I, oh i'm gonna have to watch that again Yeah, i'm pretty sure there weren't any bodies but uh so they were late so they were running because they were late to the game but when they got there they was realized that there yeah uh well yeah sanguinette was with them they he arrived late with with, with, with with the sluts yeah. uh, you're confusing it with the upside down I know. So we're okay. Okay. Confession. So we're, we're watching this all mismatch right now. So, um, our son's home and he's been off, uh, for almost a week now. And so he started watching some of the Shorzy with us and he's, oh, so he watched some of the, he watched the last two. We're all at a sequence right now. Cause we're trying to catch up with him and he laughs so hard at all of the jokes, which is so much fun to me for some reason. <laughs> but then she misses like bad key, key points. But now I'm like all a little scrambled. Anyways, um, what was I going to say? Oh, the disco. Yeah, the montage music. Again, um, I call out to uh, Trace. I, I always think of you now when the music montage happens. Disco, love the song. Uh, love Born to Be Alive. I, th- I thought it was fun and upbeat and mm-hmm. all the punches. It was really fun. Yeah, uh, there's three montages in this one. So, uh, I mean, we'll get what to What the hell did you say to Al? 
I'm she still said, waiting to find no, out. No, she said, oh, they're starting from where we left off last week. That That's not, oh, that's okay. not well, something I, they ever did. make that clear. You, I mean, <laughs> a, yeah, I'm with Victor. It was a little underwhelming. I, yeah. It was underwhelming. No, 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 no. I'm sticking with Tanya here. That's, but she, she, she said, like he was saying yes. or about yeah. to say. I did. I got you. Thank, Thank you okay, so well, much. Okay, well, I mean, the way Al built it up, it sounds like it was going to be something more exciting. Uh, I got than, lost. Oh, they just picked it up. Whatever. All right, Matt, now is your turn. Do you have anything to say, Matt? Oh, all right. Well, don't get all. <laughs> um, yeah, this is great. I I love it. I, I'm with the the soundtrack of this season mm-hmm. is so fire. Can we just say that? Like okay. every scene where they're whether like whether whether drawing against Dolo and his career or some other stuff, the stuff we played last week, the father father um, stuff, like. That born to be alive. I'm loving it. They're 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 so perfectly picking these songs, and they're unexpected, but they set such great tones in the scenes they're using, and I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made me it was such a great way. My my biggest question was: Shorzy in the fight, and then stepped aside to take a break, yeah, and then rejoined it. Must have been because that's yeah, kind of how I interpreted it. Yeah. Like he was like, "Oh God, I need to take away, step away," mm-hmm. and then he came back in. I don't know if there's well, at the end of the last of the last episode, Keller like chased him down into the, in the into the tunnel, right? So yeah. it's Keller going after him. Uh, somehow the fight passed the tunnel, and Shorzy stayed behind uh, to collect himself before joining. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I took it as he's like took a mid fight breather and yeah. then got back. Either way, I loved it. And then him coming in and pulling Michael's hair was the best part of that whole fucking scene. <laughs> like he just even amongst his only like you said, Dan, his own goddamn teammate. He's like. <laughs> We're, we're, we're defending our shit, but fuck you, Michaels, and let's move on. And I, I loved it. Um, I just wanted to keep going. I'm loving these sequences. It was a fantastic fight scene um, and set the tone for what was to come. So, I, I, yeah, it was just fun. I, I loved it. All right, Brett? Uh, yeah, I agree with the whole music thing. They've killed it. I've tried to listen to the full songs from this season, and I'm like, can't do it. But the moments <laughs> that they pick out for the show are just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like amazing. I think Letter Kenny too, like the music in it was just so good. Um, but I had the same thing. Not really like anything super deep happening, but yeah. it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I think actually I didn't realize he pulled Michael's hair until <laughs> we got to the part where like, he pulled my hair and I was like, you have to go back. <laughs> where did he yeah. pull his hair? What did I miss? So it was the very was first thing. As soon as he steps around yeah. that corner, yank. <laughs> he yanks it. He was yeah. doing a noble thing. He was going. To, he was stepping oh, in to God. defend Michaels, but but he pulled first. Yeah. He peels Michaels off the guy by the hair in order. The to hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I. It was good. It was good for just for no words. Yeah. I liked it. It was good. Well, um, I was definitely digging the disco. That was that was a lot of fun. It kind of <laughs> gave me like. Anya and Campbell's vibes mm. kind of but then I also got like 300 vibes from his whole like running around right. stabbing him with his stick <laughs> I, was, I thought that was pretty fun but yeah I, I thought the whole cold open was pretty, pretty cool very good all right coming out of the uh, cold open we open uh in the bulldogs dressing room all the players are having post fight sticks and we get a little insight on uh uh, Shorzy's brawl strategy. Lyle to the sile, boys. Lyle to the sile. Everybody always drops their stick in a brawl. You should never drop your stick in a brawl. It's so dumb. Sticks are unbelievable. So you just hold on to your stick and then wheel around slashing guys who are fighting your guys. So dumb. It's about to tell Shorzy. Hey, just like spear him in the nuts or golf him in the ankle or like 
slash them in their bare hands. If they break a digit, they're out four to six. Nat, Zieg, and Meeg storm into the dressing room. She wants to know what the fuck. Meeg asks her if she means what the fuck about the brawl or about the players eating ice cream. Nat's curious about both, so she wants to start with the ice cream. What is this? This? Yeah. This is the gayest shit I've ever seen. Stick? Sticks are unreal. Fuck you, Shorzy. For what? For pulling my fucking hair! Settle down. <laughs> so he can talk to me, but I can't talk to him? I was talking to everyone. Well, there he was for sure talking to me. <laughs> Don't talk to him. What am I supposed to do? He pulled my hair. Cry here, go cry in your car, tit fucker. He can't talk to me. I was talking to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Zig asked the sluts where they were. Dolo tells them they were in a scrap. Zeke warns them to get uh, to the game on time next time instead of standing on their dicks. Nat turns the questioning to the brawl. Hitch has never seen a brawl so bad as that. It's, it, this surprises Dolo. Hitch clarifies. There's brawls and there's warm-up brawls. The distinction is important. Meeg thinks they're looking at a suspension here. Uh, Shorzy doesn't think the league will sussy them, in other words, suspend them, uh, with only two games left. Zeke thinks they'll get fined up the ass for sure. Nat asks Shorzy why he started a brawl. Shorzy answers, if you can't win, don't play. Why'd you start a brawl? If you can't win, don't play. What happened to never lose again? I know what happened to bums and seats. <laughs> the league will throw this game out. I told you the program right from the start of the very beginning. Sanger? Run him up, fill him in. Couldn't run him up. So. Nat hates going to the league. She used to go all the time with her mom. Shorzy doesn't understand what the big deal is. There used to be brawls all the time in this league. Nat repeats that there are brawls and then there's warm-up brawls. The distinction is important. Sanguinette looks around the room and notices a few of the supporting players, especially Fish, are really beat up, beaten up. Got a pretty bad, eh, Fish? You too, eh, Summerfeld? Whitey got it the worst. Keep your finger out of there, me son. <laughs> Shorzy interrupts to rave about how good the gyms look. The sluts agree the gyms do look great considering they're just in a brawl, but Sanger ignores this. He has a point to make. Way to play your roles. Your jobs are to make room for the studs out there. Get in front of shots. I see three guys who did the jobs tonight. Hey, Shorzy. Well, by the look of it, yeah. Nat, North Bay came at us tonight. If it isn't enough that the brawl was in our tunnel, take some photos of these guys to the league. Pretty clear to me which team should get the sussy. Sanguinette. Sanguinette. Aren't you impressed with what him right now? Is this cool. it's, it's a perfect example of how he's adapting to his role. He's taking it seriously. Boys. We've already had sticks, but just because there wasn't a game doesn't mean there shouldn't be a game stick. Shorzy, I think it goes to fish. Shorzy doesn't agree. He thinks the three gyms should split the stick. Dolo feels strongly against splitting sticks. The sluts start debating whether a stick can be split or if each gym should get his own stick. Sanguinette insists that the game stick should go to one guy. Well, I'm not going to give him a full stick. It's because he didn't play a full game. I'll just give him what's left of my stick. Sassel. <laughs> Fish, looks like you got it worse than anybody, and you're the last guy who can afford an inch there since you're so fucking ugly. Like, I mean, if I didn't see you on a date with Maxine Lozon at the Laughing Buddha, I'd think you were the ugliest guy here, but you got her, so you mustn't be. Tassel. Fish gets the game stick. Clap him in, boys. Production note here. For the second time, Shorzy shouts out a member of the production crew as someone Fish has dated. This time it's Maxime Lausanne, uh, for, and she's a production assistant for, for Letterkenny Letter and Shorzy, I believe. Uh, as the players clap for Sh Fish's stick, Michaels gets up, leaves the room, and goes to Nat and the Eag sisters. Michaels 
volunteers his pay to pay off any fines they get from the league. Nat thinks he's quitting. Michael assures them he's not quitting. He's intent on winning the team over. If Fish, Phillips, and Whitey can do it, so can he. Nat tells him that winning the team over isn't is going to require some precision. Well, it's a good thing they call him Marks, Marksman Michaels. Nat and the Eags wish him luck. Um, Michaels turns back to the dressing room only to hear Shorzy talk about how uh, Michaels ex jerked Sanger off a second time at Mr. Prime Rib later the same night as the Party Island Squeezer. Uh, scene number two. The sluts are at Pepe Panini's except for Frankie. Uh, Sanger asks Dolo where Frankie is. Dolo tells him he's at the Radisson Hotel. Uh, just then, Laurence LeBeuf walks in looking for Frankie. She asks if anyone knows where, she, where he is, and Dolo doesn't know. Uh, suddenly, Laurence leaves. Shorzy finally asks the sluts what happened before the game. Sanger told him that Phil rolled up on them with a bunch of his buddies. Michaels walks in and asks if he can sit with the sluts. Seat taken? Who are you talking to? You. Have a seat. Thanks. But next time, don't say it like you're Forrest Gump on the bus in his first day of fucking school, <laughs> eh? Uh, Pam leaves, and, or sorry, the conversation, or where are we here? Michael joins the table, continues to talk about Phil and his gang. Uh, they're, they're going to come back for more. The sluts fought them off, but they said it, he, it wasn't over. Sanger suggests they should get ahead of this. They should go to them. Shorzy likes the idea, but they can't risk getting anyone hurt before the Sioux game. It says you can you can get hurt. You just can't get injured. Dolo says he'll play hurt or injured. The conversation's interrupted by Pam, the waitress, who practices her usual flavor of customer service with the sluts. Okay, bag. The Sudbury Lemon Citrus Standard Poodles. You ever seen a schnoodle? Oh, put your jibs in. Have some fucking self-respect. Thanks for the maratoni, hon. Bro, if you leave that spitter on the table... It's not it's even on the table. It's in my hand. Well, it's up your ass if I see it on the table. Holy! So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a firecracker. What? Wow. You ever had Ritz bits? <laughs> Pam, Pam leaves and Michaels takes his opportunity. <laughs> Pam leaves and, and Michael takes his opportunity. He suggests that they outsource uh, the fill problem. If they can't deal with fill, the fill problem, there are dudes in Sudbury who can take care of it. Shorzy asks Michaels if he's sure he wants to go down that road. Uh, Michaels just wants to help the team. Michaels ex sweetie is a Policetti, and her brothers are the infamous Sudbury Policettis. They're super weird. No one goes near them. Uh, some of the others ask why. Well, the word police is right in their last name, which is a good place to start the conversation. Bad dudes. Guess they don't fist, boy. Well, other than being enforcers, I mean, just the fucking look at them is like... Yeah, they look a bit like they've maybe touched an animal's junk before. Because if they're as bad as he says they are, why don't we stay where we're two? Leave them where they're at? Well, no, they like me. I mean, other than the fact I had to kind of walk gingerly when I was dating Mercedes, but... Yeah, she's the one who gave Sanguinetta Squeezer off the side of our party island in Wasaga Beach. <laughs> Wasaga's unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, but guy, they will be at the Caruso Club tonight. Let's go. Me? No. Me? No. Moi? No. Me? No. So who's M M Michael's referring to? Sanguinette, of course. Scene three, cut to the Caruso Club. A woman named Mercedes, played by Canadian actress Eliana Jones, known for Nikita, Hemlock Groves, A Grove, uh, Saving Hope, The Stanley Dynamic, Heartland, and many, many other productions. Mercedes is very happy to see Sanguinette again. Uh, not so much Michael's, though. Mercedes? Hey, dude. How are you? What are you doing later? We've got a problem and we need your help. I know. But he's your problem now. I was so loyal to you, Mercedes. I know, dude. <laughs> Way too loyal. It's like you were stuck to me. Why do you think I called you birthmark, Michaels? You've got to win the last two games in the season. Some dudes are messing with our studs away from the rink. Mm -hmm. 
So we need the Polichettis. Yeah. Yeah, they ain't giving it away. Oh, we have money. No, you don't. Mercedes excuses herself and walks over to a table where two very strange individuals are sitting. Uh, they're just staring awkwardly at nothing in particular, mouths, mouths agape. Uh, the brothers are Angelo Policetti, played by Danielle Pupola, a relatively new actor with a few credits, including Beards, A Coming Out Story, and, and Paranormal 911. The other brother is Lucan Policetti, played by Danny Bruzzi, a, a comedian and actor with a few credits, including Recall, In the Rough, and Never Lost. Uh, Mercedes approaches her brothers. They don't move, nor do they seem to acknowledge her pre- presence. They just continue sitting there, staring with their mouths open, looking weird. Uh, Michaels and Sanger don't have a great feeling about this. Seconds later, Mercedes returns with the answer. Okay, we'll help you. How much? There will be no exchange of cash. Then what? Only an exchange of goods. So... My brothers want season tickets. But there's only two games left in the season. Yeah, but they want to be seated amongst the season ticket holders. That's a pretty big place. Actually. Shoulder to shoulder. Why do they want that? Because my brothers are fucking weird. Look at them. Yeah, they are, all right. Look like they're holding something in their mouth that tastes awful. <laughs> Nobody wants to be around them. They just want to feel like they're a part of something, you know? You help them out, they'll help you out. Okay, well, we can talk to now. Done. And then we'll- ah, grazie. Thank you, Mercedes. Oh, um, I also want sanguinette. Yeah. Production note, the Caruso Club is an Italian cultural association in Sudbury that features Italian dining, catering, and banquet halls. Britt, you're kind of nodding your head. Is it because you know about this place? I don't know about it, but oh. every like from listening to the first, we're behind real listening to the first episode. Um, mm-hmm. you, all the places that they mentioned are yep. real, and that sounds like the Marconi Club in the Sioux. <laughs> oh, really? Well, there you go. Yeah. So there's one in every town, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Very good. Scene four, a musical montage with tense electronic music uh, begin pl- begins playing. Uh, Frankie exiting a building with Lissandra Nadeau on his arm and Laurence Leboeuf sits in her car watching the two together. Scene five, cut to Nat Zieg and Meeg on their way to their uh, meeting with the league. That rhymes. Uh, they enter a large room with a table and three women <laughs> sitting at it under a larger uh, no-show banner. I, I'm surprised I didn't get a blue spatula from, from Big John. too lazy to reach yeah, for I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just shaking my head. The three no-show officials are Dennis, played by Wanique Horn-Miller a Mohawk and former Canadian Olympian who won gold at the 1999 uh, Pan Am games in water polo. She's also the sister of Kanatio Horn, AKA Tannis. Yeah. Uh, the second official is Aki is Aki played by Lisa Cromarty, an initial Bay actor with a bunch of credits, including Indian horse, uh, it chapter two, uh, unsettled and more. I almost said it instead of it. <laughs> That's a very different movie. And the third, and the third and final official is Nina played by Joel Peters, also an Anishinaabe actor, uh, playwright and singer. She's, she's got the other, uh, another acting credit from, uh, for a movie called in her city. The uh, meeting with the league doesn't start off too well for Nat. You look like a skank, Nat. Well, what the fuck, Dennis? Aki always says clean yourself up, and you always say you look like a skank. Zeke looks like a skank. Good afternoon, Aki. You're unfit for that outfit. What do you think, Nina? It stinks. But Mix is cute. Thank you, Dennis. Zeke looks like a straight ho, though. Don't forget Nat. I thought this was a happy medium. Then you're sadly stupid. (laughs) Zeke, your makeup looks like somebody farted it onto your face. Thank you, Aki. What do you think, Nina? Hot garbage. 
you can tell there's history between the league officials and Nat, Zeke, and Meek. Uh, the officials tell Nat that she has the dumbest sluts in the league. Nat says, but at least they won a game. They beat Timmons. Aki tells him, tells Nat that they're the worst team in the history of the no-show, the porta potty of the league, a dog's breakfast. Uh, <laughs> Dennis starts in on, on the team's name. Uh, since Meek seems to be the darling of the group, she tries to steer the meeting, asking how things are going to shake down uh, since there was uh, a brawl. There's brawls and then there's warm-up brawls. And I think the distinction is important. Your sluts started the first warm-up brawl no-show has seen in a real long time. Dennis, we... Do you know how long that? No. It would have been two full seasons if it weren't for the Sudbury Finding Nemos. We didn't start it. North Bay's full <laughs> fucking team was on the ice. They came into our tunnel. Should I show them the pictures of the sluts? How can you say we started a brawl in warm-up when they had their whole team on the ice and we only had one guy? Who was the guy? <laughs> the North Bay Norseman could be the North Bay backdoor hair pull, shithead, sucker punch, snake weasels. If Shorzy's on the other team, we know who started it. And once the papers get it, it's ugly for us. It's a shit stain. A giant skid mark. What do you think, Nina? To Canada's Wonderland diaper disposal. (laughs) Nothing worse. Uh, Nat just stands there with her head down, taking the the abuse like a little girl being lectured by a parent. Then suddenly, the official's tone takes a huge left turn. But how your mother would have loved it, Natalie. (laughs) She was, I was a woman. Do you remember what she said to me when I accused your sluts of taking steroids? Lick my twat leather face. Remember her quote in the Timmins paper after their fans graffitied your bus? I've painted toilet bowls better. Do you remember what she said to us when we suspended eight of your players for going into the stands in Sault Ste. Marie? <laughs> you suck so much Sue dick, their pubes are in your mustache. <laughs> we know why you're fighting for this, Matt. We know why you're rallying. She'd be proud. Aki notes that the Bulldogs have got bums back in seats. Nat says hockey brings people together. Too bad they started a brawl. Nat says if you can't win, don't play. Aki calls Shorzy a rat's pimply puckered asshole, but (laughs) they can't lay blame on the Bulldogs when only one of them was on the ice. Dennis adds that it's safe to say that they're all a little tired of the Sioux being at the top. Uh, The officials, did did you take exception to that, Britt? We'll talk about my disdain for the Greyhounds later. All right. Uh, The officials give their judgment. They award the Bulldogs the win on account of North Bay starting the brawl. And they're they're fining the team 5K, 2,500 of which will go to the local Friendship Center in downtown. Uh, The meeting is adjourned. Then the officials invite Nat and the sisters to show them pictures of the sluts. Uh, scene six, Shorzy at work refing the high school kids. Uh, Shorzy comments that Corey, Corey and Liam are playing like fucking idiots tonight. Corey, Corey tells him they're still fired up from the Bulldogs brawl the other night. Uh, there were like 100 people out in front of the rink after the game. They're all meeting there again before the next game against the Sioux. This gets Shorzy's attention. Liam continues to tell Shorzy that there's a Facebook booster group uh, club uh, and they're calling it the Blooster Club. This is uh, making Shorzy a bit giddy. Liam tells Shorzy the membership is in the triple digits and he's one of the admins. Corsi uh, says he heard admins get a ton of ass. Uh, he asks if that's true. Uh, next scene. The sluts all leave Shorzy's apartment on their way to the arena. Uh, something catches their attention. It's Phil and his thugs. Only Phil is dressed as a turkey and his thugs are dressed as a donkey and a clock, respectively. Gentlemen, I'd like to offer my deepest and sincerest apologies for being a turkey. This is Greg. He'd like to apologize for being an ass. And this is Jason. He'd like to apologize for acting cuckoo. Will he accept our apologies? 
Yeah. Oh, right. Yes, bye. Thank you. It won't happen again. Angelo Policetti and his brother Luca Policetti are heading to the arena now. They've rented a limousine for the occasion. The Policetti brothers would like to give you a ride to your game. They open up the limo, limo door for the sluts who pile in. Phil and the thugs, thugs are going to escort the limo on foot to the arena. Cut to scene eight outside the Sudbury Arena. Uh, Phil and his thugs jog in front of the limo in their ridiculous costumes, chanting, let's go, Bulldogs, let's go. There's a modest crowd out in front waiting for the game to start. Inside the limo, the sluts, Michaels, and Policetti brothers sit in awkward silence. Uh, Shorzy gives Michaels an attaboy. Michaels says that hockey brings people together. Goody tells him to settle down. Uh, during the entire exchange, the Policetti brothers don't move an inch, nor do they ex- uh, change their expressions. They just sit there staring with their m- open mouths. Scene nine, the sluts enter the arena. Laura Moore is there. She always seems to be pouring something from a flask into her drink. Shorzy makes a beeline to her. Hey, what's your love language? You like coffee so much, why don't you let me take you to Salute for some blended caramel signatos? I don't serve it how I like. Hey, you ever had a Cadbury Cream Egg Cafe au lait? You seem pretty chill for a guy about to play the Sioux. The who? Sioux are so fucking good. What, fucking Roberta Bondar join up or something? Huh? How's Nat handling the pressure? What pressure? You finally got bums in seats, but you've announced you're folding if you lose. Well, good thing we'll never lose again. You got the Sioux back to back. Well, we're in our barn. Smile. Why do you have your tooth then? I figured I'd run into you. You should leave it out. Never mind. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think I know what that is. What is? That's a chink in the armor. You know, if I can't write that expression anymore, I'm pretty sure you can't say it. <laughs> hey, why don't I go home and dip us some fruit and chocolate for later? Oh, you're sensing some blood in the water, eh? I hope you know I've been watching YouTube tutorials on how to rub your feet good. You going in for the kill? Oh, you give me a moment, I'll make it last a lifetime. I swear to God, I'd be so good to you. Hey, Laura. Yeah? I'm going to shoot my fucking shot with you one of these days. Break a leg. You better fucking look out. It's going to be you and me and a whole table of dim sum. Doesn't that sound good? <laughs> Laura walks off and Shorzy is called by Sanger. Production note, Salute Cafe. Surprise, surprise. Actual coffee company in uh, in Sudbury. They've got two locations. Next We're going to have so much fun when we go. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I need to take you to Sudbury. <laughs> we need to do the Shorzy tour, you know, hitting, hitting all the hot spots. Right? Oh man. I'm going to start working on the itinerary now. <laughs> uh, scene 10, the sluts are in their new locker uh, workout room. Uh, it's their first time seeing the new equipment. Do they know is senior whale shit hockey? <laughs> senior triple A. Whale shit all the same. Hey, you got a dip? Buzz, no one's going to use this. Well, I don't know. I might get a few reps on these bad Shut boys. Shut the fuck up, Michaels. Sanger shows Shorzy the Sioux's lineup for tonight's game. Shorzy braces himself to see all the studs that have returned from Europe to join their roster. Instead, he sees a list of players called up from Sioux's affiliate. In other words, the minor league players and goons. Uh, they're saving their studs for the playoffs. Uh, they didn't even bring their starting tending. Tendy. Uh, this is, news makes Shorzy very happy. Sanger sees this as an opportunity to further inspire the team. It's time to run the us against the world play. Scene 11, cut to the dressing room. The players are dressed and ready to take the ice. Sanger gives his pregame pep talk. They're fucking affiliate players. They're call-ups. Has anything ever made you so mad as death? That's how much the Sioux Cyclones respect you guys. May as well as send us their sisters. That's how seriously the Sioux Cyclones take you guys. They think they're coming in here to push us around and take an easy two points? Just a 60-mile float down a lazy river for these guys, boys? What the fuck is that? Not in our barn. We're going to show these guys that nothing comes easy in the Sudbury Arena anymore. And guess how we're doing it? What do you got, Sanger? What do you got? Jim, 
You ready? Yeah. Good, cause you're fucking going. Yeah! Jim, you ready? Ready. Good, cause you're fucking going. Yeah! Jim, you ready? Ready. Good, cause you're going. Yeah! Oh, got your legs on you. You're going. Yeah! Mitch, you feeling the puck tonight? Yes, Bob! Good, cause you're fucking going. Yeah! And between the pipes, we got the guy who never misses. That's why they call him Marksman Michaels. You ready? I'm ready, Stagger! What happens when you disrespect this team and this city at this point on a motherfucking summer setting? Cue the heavy metal music montage of the game. The puck drops and so do the gloves. The gyms start the game by taking on the Sioux's toughest. The crowd goes wild. The Polichetti brothers actually move, but still don't change expression. Uh, the uh, Bulldogs proceed to fill the net. First Shorzy from Goody, then Hitch unassisted, then Dolly, Dolo with a monster clapper. Uh, Goody levels a Sioux player with a monster hit. Fish blocks shots. Goody scores another, and Michaels gets the shutout as the Bulldogs beat the Sioux for nothing. Cut to the dressing room as the sluts enjoy their sticks, and we cut to black. All right, that's the episode, and I get to go first. Um, all right, so three things I really enjoyed about this episode. Uh, the Michaels storyline, love what Michaels did winning the, the team over, uh, sacrificing his paycheck, doing everything he can to earn the team's respect after seeing fish, uh, whitey and, uh, Oh, I forget the other guy's name. Uh, you know, getting the respect that they deserved for, for being involved in that fight. Um, so yeah, I really liked kind of the, the Michaels angle there and then helping out by getting the Policetti's uh, involved. Uh, I really enjoyed Sanger's uh, storyline in this episode uh, a lot. I think he really kind of took the reins. Um, he, uh, uh, you know, he insisted on giving fish the stick, even though Shorzy was, was trying hard not to give it to fish, to give it to anyone, but fish to give it to the gyms. Uh, he, he stood his ground with that. He uh, came up with the idea of the us against them strategy. There's a few different places where Sanguinette finally kind of showed uh, so, you know, showed some balls and, and, and stepped out from underneath Shorzy's shadow. So I really appreciated that. And of course, and I, I think, uh, I think, um, Casey said it in the live stream, the Shorzy Laura, <laughs> uh, scene was so, so good. So good. If we can just take all the Shorzy Laura scenes from this entire season mm. and put them together, the writing, the, the execute, the, the acting, everything about these scenes is perfection. I love it. Like these two have so much chemistry and it's just her sh- shutting them down at, like at every turn. So I really appreciated those, uh, those three storylines in this, uh, Victor. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You, you talked about all that and you didn't even mention the, the league scene. So, Oh yeah. Uh, well, yeah, this, this, this was like, it, it's just to say that it's, it's again, once again, we're getting enough, an episode that's really dense. It's got lots of story in it, mm-hmm. lots of layers, uh, no filler. Um, uh, it's just, it just, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. Like it, it just, it's, I'm just so impressed with what we're seeing. Um, one thing I, I think we didn't uh, mention uh, during the uh, recap uh, mm-hmm. is is when uh, you know uh, this is the gay thing I've I've seen or whatever. <laughs> I, I I don't think I heard that line since the late '80s or mm-hmm. early '90s. 
um because it's just nobody says it anymore yeah. and and then they kind of forgive it by saying that oh it's okay because she's gay so she can say that yeah hitch but, tried yeah. hitch tried to to forgive it yeah or tried yeah. to reason it or yeah. 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 Which, yeah. yeah 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 that was that, that was a bit of a weak uh uh weak uh forgiveness but mm-hmm. it's okay we'll we'll allow it you know it is uh we're, we're not going to get all woke about it but uh yeah that that was uh that was just another really solid dense episode that felt a lot longer in a good way than what it really really was so uh yeah it's a first impression mm-hmm. Tanya? oh my gosh again so much i don't know how they fit this much into an episode because <laughs> it it just it's so it's so much mm-hmm. um you know from and i have to say i have to make the comment that um i went to the eye doctors and i came back and i was recapping what happened to me and i used the phrase so dumb <laughs> and al's like uh you just said so dumb and i'm i'm like it's my new i i i it, it really encapsules like exactly how you feel about something. So dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> so I, yeah, I just, I love, yeah. So. It's, yeah. Not, it's not so yeah, it's yeah so. Yeah, the yeah so and the so dumb are my new favorite, favorite things. But there's so much in this episode. Okay, so um, the whole thing with the sticks are unreal and um, that that um, that actor saying it over and over again is, it's so comical. Um, um, so what I wanted to say was that this whole thing and Victor and the hockey and was waiting and dying for like a hockey show. And I finally get it. And I, and I hope that this kind of is, uh, is, is, um, symbolic of what happens in hockey. Cause I'm really enjoying it. Like I don't enjoy hockey for the most part, but this whole beside behind the scenes and being in the locker room, it's not like letter Kenny where it was just like the same circle chirp pull where they were saying that like it was over and over and over again. Like there's circle chirp. I love that. Circle chirp. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There was like that whole thing was happening over and over again. Not that it wasn't funny. I think it was funny the first time, maybe second time. But then after that, it was just like, okay, stop with the, the, like going from, from person to person, person. So I'm, I'm enjoying this way better. Um, Saguenat standing up and, uh, for the team and coaching his comments back to Nat, um, that the fight broke out in their tunnel and, you know, him standing up again at the rally at the end, you know, really showing that he's going to be a good coach. Um, Shorzy and Michael, um, sitting in Pepe, uh, Papini, there's too many peas there. Um, um, them, them sitting together and, and Shorzy kind of, okay, Michael sit down, but the whole Forrest Gump thing, love Mm -hmm. that. Um, there's just so many great one liners, you know, um, touching animals, junk, you know, the, the birthmark Michaels. Um, oh my gosh, there's, there's so many great, great, um, one liners, um, Mercedes and Seguinet and that relationship, you know, wondering where that's going to go, if they're going to keep that going. Cause this storyline seems to really keep things moving in the direction that they started in. Right. The whole squeezer storyline. That's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that, that will be interesting. Nice. 
Um, I, you know, I thought it was the only thing I thought was a little weird was the whole Phil and the thugs and the escort on foot. Like, I get it that they're being like, um, bullied into or, or, or the fear of what the, uh, Pelichettis are going to do to them. Um, the, uh, oh my gosh, again, there's so many freaking things. Oh, the league. I love that all the officials are women. Um, you know, not something that you would expect to see in a hockey. I don't know whether that's the the right thing to say or not, but like y- you would kind of think that it would be a, a man's show, like yeah. that it would yeah. be run by, by men. But I love that the officials were all women. I love that they were like breaking the girl, the women's balls, you know, Zeke, Meeg and Nat and how they were, you know, talking about their outfits and Meeg's is cute. Um, and not thinking that hers was a happy meeting but you know them still saying she looked like skank um but i love how it 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 then fell into the mother's comments and you know again the one-liners uh the pubics in the mustaches and um i just i I love that it all finished off with them you know over around the back of the table and looking at the photos of all the sluts and uh you know which ones they love but to end it all yes laura moore love the exchange love her saying you know your tooth is in him twirling around pulling it out like love 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 that so much um you know chink in the heart uh, in the armor and uh blood in the water uh again my my favorite little sayings there of uh their exchange it's it's just so darn it, it it's so it's cute. so good it's, cute, it's yeah. so cute i could watch a full show of just those two mm-hmm. and uh and you know hallmark special let's go shorzy and laura moore in the next <laughs> rom-com yeah Matt. Yeah. I mean, you guys have said so much. I mean, there's, there's benefits and, and disadvantages to going this far into the recaps, but you guys have called it on. So Al, I totally agree. The Michael storyline was, was fantastic. I love that this time. Um, Sanger's coaching totally on point. I love his growth as we go through this series every week, he gets more confident in what he's doing and he's saying the right things and the team is following behind him. And I love it. Um, but yeah, I was drawn to, to things like what Tan was talking about the, the league meeting. I, I thought that was fantastic how they played that out. Um, what I love about it too, is especially the whole pace. So yeah, the, the chirping, the breaking stereotypes, putting these women in charge. I, I love that, but there's also a real sense of tradition almost in what they're doing, mm-hmm. how they layered into the mother after like they called her back. Like this is something that they've been doing for a long time in supporting these leagues and support this league and supporting these hockey players in their, in their small towns. And, and there's, I don't think there's been enough time celebrating that because that's really what's going on here. I think that's like, yeah, yeah, they're all circling around and looking at photos and, you know, mm-hmm. let, let's put business beside and get back to what we love each other. And and I love that whole scene. I thought it was just a really fantastic way and how they did it. Um, so I really enjoy that. The Policchettis, I'm also kind of, I think with 10, it was weird. Um, they, they're Brit, hilarious. I think Britt like, has I, some thoughts. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing, but I'm like, what is going on? Like, yeah. And, and, and I'll, 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 I'll be honest. Like I, I did really enjoy it, but at the same time, a little thrown off by it because the show so far has done a really good job of telling this story and is as vile as sure as you can be. And as 
off-putting as, as some of the content can be, it still feels real. So you got these Policchettis, it almost felt a little goofy, um, mm-hmm. w- which again, I laughed. I'm not saying I didn't laugh. It's not the point. But it was like, I don't understand this angle. Um, they could have played this differently. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, take it or leave it. It was definitely not what I expected. No. The turkey scene and the, yeah. the ass scene. Again, I laugh my ass off, and I'm like, I don't quite see how this fits into what's going on. Mo, you look like you've got to, you want to interject. So, Go for it. So do you think, do you think the Policetti's did something to fill in his Oh, tune? absolutely. Or do oh, you yeah. think it was just the threat? Of doing something. Right. Well, yeah, probably a threat. It's probably a threat. You know, it that- was probably a threat, but I imagine whoever again, I don't know enough about their background, but it's like it feels like almost like mafia. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. when you know who they are, you don't even need to hear any more than a threat. You're gonna do exactly the same because of the fear of what will come if I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I get yeah, I don't think they actually did anything. I think it was just all talk at that time, but it was a very strange series of events yeah um, it was odd i remember yeah. having a, a glance with owen and <laughs> and going what the what yeah. is happening right now yeah. yeah there was a moment of like confusion yeah and don't get me wrong like i keep saying i did laugh i, mm-hmm. I really did it just felt like it was like where, how does this fit into what's happening all right i'll take it and i'll laugh at it um and then back to, to laura moore holy shit like these scenes they could have their own damn show. These two, yes, See, the, yeah. the chemistry is so spot on. Um, the banter, she reads him so well, and 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 the back and forth. I don't know. It, it's it is really something to watch when those two get in a scene together. When, when she I, beats him to the huh? Yeah, yeah, that was the, that was the best part. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But they're like you now. Now I'm rooting for them. Like I just want Shorzy to to have that chance, even if it fails mm-hmm. i want him to have that opportunity because he's just mm-hmm. he's there and she just plays so good but isn't it funny how we went from like sure an ass and like you know mistreating or yeah. not mistreating women but like just is not women objective uh, objectify yeah no, i don't know like, we, we don't necessarily know he's mistreating them let's be real sounds like no. he's treating them really well, well actually. okay he's being, he's being very be so good, good to, to them, them. yeah he be- <laughs> I think he's going to end up with the waitress. Oh, no. <laughs> oh I think uh, either, I think Goody, uh, no, not Goody, Hitch. Hitch is an, Hitch, ending up Hitch, with that, uh, Hitch, with Pam. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It, it's great to see. The only last thing I want to quickly say, and, and I think this, this, I think this works against it in this season, in, in this show, because like we keep saying, there's so much content and so many heavy things and they're fitting so much in that we're so onto the JJ Frankie JJ story, I think is falling back yeah because we see it going on but they're not giving enough attention they're showing us little tidbits here mm-hmm. and there and we're like oh okay yeah yeah, he's clearly cheating on lawrence but then all this other stuff and we completely forget mm-hmm. and you move on so it's it's an interesting storyline but i think it's so sitting in the background of all the other amazing content i don't know if we care enough mm-hmm. to to follow that through but that's just my opinion on that one i mean it's, it's interesting it's just they're, they're just so content heavy and um, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think that's one storyline that's, that's sitting a little back for me. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Brett. All right. So yeah, uh, I agree with a lot of stuff that was said. Um, Sanger killing it, being the coach, like really coming into his own mm-hmm. as being a coach and like making those decisions over Shorzy. Like, no, the gyms aren't splitting the stick. It's issues mm-hmm. getting it. Mm-hmm. Um. 
again, the whole Shorzy and Lorimore thing. Obsessed. I'm obsessed <laughs> with how obsessed he is with her. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's mm-hmm. they're my favorite. Um, what else did I have written down? Okay. Um, also love the confusion over the uh, post fight sticks when that they walked in. They were like, "Why the fuck is everybody eating ice cream?" And they're like, yeah, "Let's deal with that first. That made me laugh. Um, I wrote down, and I don't know if there have been more in past episodes. Um, all of the nicknames that they called Mark Michaels. Mm-hmm. And just in this episode, I only got three, but it was never Mrs. The Mark Michaels, Mark's been Michaels, and then Birth Mark Michaels. Birth Mark Michaels. <laughs> that was good. Um, again, with the league scene, I love that it was all, it was three native women. That was great. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it got me a little teary-eyed, too, with the whole mom thing. I was like, oh, feels mm-hmm. That could be the pregnancy hormones too. Everything makes me cry. Um, <laughs> I kind of feel bad for Meek with Sanger hooking up with Mercedes. I'm like, no, I'm not cheering for that relationship. I'm cheering for Sanger and Meek. I yeah, think. but that's not a relationship. It's just a transaction. No. I was going to say transaction. took one for the team. <laughs> I don't know if it's really taking one for the team. No, I was going to say, poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, not really taking one for the team. Um, And yeah, also confused about the Paul Chetty brothers. I I wrote down WTF did they do to make the meatheads Mm. apologize? But I guess they showed them them their bestiality videos. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) I could very well be. They showed them their freezer full of uh, past victims, is probably. Showed them the video of them fucking an ostrich. Maybe. There you go. But it is BCL. They've touched some animal junk. Um, <laughs> and once again, Tanya, Tanya's point about there being an obsession here with uh, <laughs> with, with bestiality on, on oh, they, they yeah. with the caribou in the yeah. second episode yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, a lot of animal touching. But yeah. but Britt, you teased us with with some thoughts on the Sue Greyhounds. Oh, I did. Yeah. Um, it could be because um, I went to high school with some of the, the Greyhound players went to my high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we called the girls in high school who hooked up with the Greyhounds Hound Pounders. Um, so Mercedes <laughs> reminded wow. me of those girls. That is not sounding like something you want to be called. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Puck Bunnies, it was Hound Pounders. I love it. Yeah. Um, I wasn't one of the popular girls, so I'm like, huh. Um, but yeah, the, the ones I went to high school with in grade 12. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, they're meatheads. Mm-hmm. They're a bunch of meatheads. Oh my God. Are they ever sluts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy crap. Um, I actually went to high school with Darnell Nurse and oh. he, he's the only one who made it. Yeah. Big. To the NHL. There's a couple mm-hmm. other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Uh, ground pounders. Oh, yeah. Mo, are you glad that your your wife wasn't a ground pounder? Hound, hound, not ground. Hound, pounder. Hound. You start grounding the hound. Pounder sounds a little. Oh, the other one sounds better. I'm going to say yes. It does. Uh, yeah. Just, I guess. I mean, they're high school boys. I mm-hmm. guess. What What do you expect? But yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, my my last thought though is my favorite. I think it was the best line of the episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim number three when they're talking about how 
the gems are just such beauties. I mm-hmm. love how much they love the gems too. Um, I think it's Jordan Nolan. He says, I think exfoliating is just as important as moisturizing. I'm like, that's the best. <laughs> the best line it's so unrelated, but so perfect. <laughs> I was like, I agree. It has to be Jordan because Jordan's always the one that gets the, 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 the line, right? The, oh, yeah. yeah, that was that was the best line that's for great. me. Well, what do you think? The best line for me was the when, when Sanger was doing his his little speech after he you know calls everybody up and they're they're mm-hmm. kind of everybody's rowdy and, and talking. He said, "We're going to show these cocky Sioux fucks what to, you know what what, what, they, what they disrespect Sudbury." Cocky Sioux fucks. I was like, man, that's fun. <laughs> and then also the music mm-hmm. in the transition. You you kind of talked about between when uh, the heavy electronic music that mm-hmm. was when uh, we transitioned to the league and there, the slow-mo of them walking, man, that was, I like that. We turned that up. Real that, loud. Was, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the other. So three musical montages in this one yeah. episode, three of them. So that's crazy. Hmm. Those were the only two things that I had written down. That weren't mentioned. <laughs> oh, that weren't mentioned. Okay. <laughs> that's all right. Okay, good. Uh, well, we'll move on to ratings and then it's to me first. Oh man. I wish it wasn't me first, but Here's the thing. We're we're done comparing this to Letter Kenny, right? So now we're comparing these episodes to themselves. And I gotta say, what are you gonna say? I gotta say, this <laughs> what are you gonna say? This is you want you're winding up for something that we don't maybe want to hear. This is my this is the weakest of the five that we've seen so far, in my opinion. Um so given How so I, I just Okay, so the ups, right? Uh, Michael's storyline, Sanger's storyline, and the Shorzy Laura Moore scene were great. The league scene is kind of 50-50. It didn't start, uh, to me, it started off uneven. Then when it got to the whole emotional part about Nat's mom, it 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 was saved. I really enjoyed that part. And and we, we learn a lot more about Nat and her motivations because she's trying to make her mom proud. And, and obviously this is history, but that, that scene to me was still kind of uneven. The Policetti brothers, it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. And the funny thing is Shorzy has been so great so far because basically Shorzy and letter Kenny was a gimmick that they flushed out into this three dimensional yeah. real character. And then they throw in this Policetti gimmick. That's kind of silly. I mean, it's funny, but it's yeah. just misplaced like they could have they could they could have shown their creepiness in different ways they showed it in this kind of weird stone faced like i don't even know how to describe it like the policetti's have become shorzy's version of ginger and boots i just it's a gimmick and so it's a great episode but again if we're now comparing shorzy episodes to shorzy episodes uh the first three to me were fresh i'm going to give this one a clearance victor well, let's start out with this. <laughs> Blue spatula. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, uh, can I uh, uh, respectfully tell you to give your balls a touch? Sure, I mean, you can. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> I, I, I mean, uh, the Poichetti brothers, that was one of the best parts of this episode for really? me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was go brilliant. As far as that. I thought, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it creates a little bit. Of, first, there, this episode... Um, 
had a lot of kind of loose ends, mm-hmm. which is which is good. It's it's a good thing because we're not at the end of the season. We, we you know we've got um, Jesus. There's only one episode left. Yep. Oh no. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah. So there's oh. there's a lot of loose ends to tie up, right? Mm-hmm. Like we we like what's happening with JJ mm-hmm. and and or Frankie or what are we calling him? Frankie or JJ uh, and and uh, Labouche, uh and how, where's that going to go? Because he's been kind of this kind of absent. But he, but there, but but kind of not there, and mm-hmm. hopefully that there's going to be some resolution to that. You know what's going to happen with uh, with uh, with uh, with uh, Shorzy and uh, uh, your favorite love interest. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it, like it, there's lots of lots of loose loose ends, and then these Polichetti brothers come out of nowhere, and kind of you're wondering exactly like mm-hmm. what did they do to them, or mm-hmm. did they did they did they because they can't speak. Uh, so they, what did they show their junk to them? Like what, what, what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and maybe their junk is also wide idle and, and, and staring at them as well when, uh, when, when they expose themselves. So who knows what happened? You've been watching too much of the boys. Yeah, exactly. And maybe, by maybe the way, I showed Tanya that scene over. from the boys and she's not, Oh a, my God. Really, Victor, I can't believe you recommended that show. Oh my God. I, I recommended the show and the scene. Oh um, my God. Terrible, but, uh, terrible but, scene, uh, terrible show, yeah, yeah, terrible yeah, scene yeah, so yeah, far. Yeah. Best uh, nudity on television. <laughs> terrible show. So, it's not a terrible show, but she hasn't seen so, any of it. So I won't, I no. won't. Not after yeah. that. <laughs> it's okay. It's you can't handle the truth. That's all right. <laughs> but but I, I don't know. This was easily, easily a fresh. It's just as good as the other episodes. There's nothing that league scene. You're so confused. Uh, it's, it's, you, you know, you're, you're, you said it started off on, uh, started out off balance. It's completely on balance. That's what this whole show is about. That's what it's like the Shorzy. Every, the only thing we ever knew about Shorzy is him trash talking. Right. And, and so, and, and then we, we learned so much, oh, well, there's, he's like a regular guy and there's so many layers to him. He's actually has compassion and, 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 and he, um, integrity and, and honor and this and that. And, and you get a little bit of trash talk and then you, you, you know, you curl. You, you get into a fetal position. It doesn't make any sense. It's it, like these are the things that you're stripping down. Uh, I I thought that that scene was fine, and it, and it ended up in a big family hug. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I, I love the second half of that scene. You know, okay. Here's what I didn't like about the fir- the first half of that scene. They went with this Letter Kenny trope that they've used a million times in Letter Kenny, and not one of my favorite things that they do, where uh, the the league officials were taking turns saying something and then calling on the next person to say something just like the, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the circle chirp that the hockey sure. guys used to do in the locker room. There was no need for that. Like, Hey, you're already making that. A thing. Yeah, I am. Cause I love it. I think it's great. I think we need to make circle, circle chirp. Pulse. Circle chirp. I like it. Yeah. Circle chirp circle t-shirts. Chirp. Anyway, they didn't, they didn't need to do that. I, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy that part of it. I get them being kind of, hard on Nat, but at the same time, if not somebody that they love, if they loved her mom so much, why are they being so hard on her? Especially since it sounds because like that's what Shorzy does to the ones he loves most. But no, we're not talking about yeah. Shorzy. We're no, talking hockey. about Nat. But I think that first part of the scene, like when they're hard on her, I think it's because they're in business mode. They're like, sure. we have to represent yeah, the league where we're holding that ground. But as soon as we've got business out of the way, they're like, okay, let's get back. We love each other. Like I, I can respect that because they always say 
Don't mix business and pleasure. I think that's what was happening there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, everything else, I agree. Jeff with. says, but Al, don't they do that with the gyms? They do it with the gyms as well. Yeah. I, I'm thinking with the gyms, it's fast. It's fast. Like the first two gyms say one or two things. And then the third gym says like, but it's also not. Yeah. I mean, it's fun the first time through. Uh, anyway, clearance isn't a bad rating. <laughs> it's I still enjoyed it. It's just not compared to the really fresh ones. It's not fresh for me. <laughs> Victor, what? So you gave it a fresh? I gave it a fresh. Mm-hmm. Give me a right. Amazing. It came back and gave it a clearance after all that. All right, all right. <laughs> Tan, what do, what do you give this one? Yeah, uh, I, I I have to agree with Victor. Oh you, wow, I'm getting this you, blue spatula from Tanya. You you need to to give your balls a tug on this one, and and you know you were going to need to fight for it because yeah, you know what? You're looking at one little thing of the Pachetti. No, not one little thing. And and the you know no 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 because if it okay I'm gonna throw it out there <laughs> if it was the guys in the locker chirping away you would have been absolutely fine with it but because it was not and the officials no. and they were all no come on no, no come on that. that was it was absolutely still on point there was so much story there was so much background the the stuff with Seguinette fantastic oh my god. Him pulling up and, you know, being becoming the coach, you know, standing up and 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 pushing Shorzy that no, you know, you're not gonna give it to the gyms. You're gonna give it to um um you're gonna give it to fish, because I say so. He stood up. Natch stood up to to the all the officials. We had more storyline with her, more with her mother, more with with the with the girls, uh Megan and and um Zeke. Zeke. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eags sisters, we're, we're, we're going to make that a thing too. Where are we then? One. Are we now? And Michaels, Michaels went from this like shit guy with his dick hanging out, literally. <laughs> Not a good look. Right? Not a good look. That would be worth seeing. And, and, and he pulls it up and he's like, okay, you know what? Here's my paycheck. I'm going to sit at the table with the boys. I'm going to like pull it together. I'm going to earn my respect back and, you know, stop being this crybaby, even though he start kind of was a crybaby. He pulled my hair. He was a little annoying. Like a little crybaby. Well, he did pull his hair. But, but, you know, he was trying to pull it together and trying to earn back the respect to the guy. So there was so much to the story, the Laura Moore thing, fantastic. I loved it too. Yeah, like there's too much fantastic for those two scenes that you're trying to say. And okay, I kind of get the whole um, uh, machete or panchetti. Pol- 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 no, keep going. No, no, keep going. Keep trying. <laughs> it will never come out right. Polichetti. Whatever that one is. Those guys. So, it was supposed to be awkward. So you're giving this a compost then? Is what it's saying. giving a fresh. A fresh. Yeah, it was supposed to be awkward and and yeah, yeah, it was again. It, I'm just going to go yeah. back to we are now comparing these episodes to each other. I mean, I, I'm going to give it the whole season of fresh. No, I'm going to say this one is the weakest so far of all five. So I'm giving it a clearance. It's still not a bad episode. Just okay, just not a not a fresh, <laughs> Matt. What are you doing? So they're, they're really riding you today. Yeah, I know. And and actually, I'm getting a lot of flack, too, in, in the, in the yeah, live stream. I see, I see it all. Although Benelli, it all. Benelli's with me. He says he's with me. You all so. are too close to this. That's the problem. Because, <laughs> Al, listen, I feel like we're back to, like, OG Letterkenny here. Yeah, you and I are fully re- aligned. In reverse. <laughs> I love that, Jeff. You and I are fully aligned. Mm-hmm. I love and, that. And Tanya and Victor out to lunch. It's That's just what happens when we do these reviews sometimes. And that's okay. Yeah. We still love them, but... Mm-hmm. But I completely agree with Ooh. Al. Wow. Um, 
it's listen i i've Victor's said, got the spatula it, again even when i was even when i was on my thing i i laugh mm-hmm. at the paul chetties mm-hmm. i enjoyed the league scene to a degree but when we're comparing it against the rest of shorzy so far this one fell flat a few things. and honestly beyond all flat? that it fell flat it, okay 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 relax <laughs> maybe not flat it it was it was not it it's was not, not at the it's level that i've already come to expect mm-hmm. because it also felt like a very incomplete episode and almost like a middle of the ground so they started right where the last one ended off so they just took off to the race which is cool i don't, I don't hate it but it felt like it didn't feel like it's on its own storyline and then it ended just in the same kind of way. So we're just coming from a guy who couldn't even sit through a full baseball game and left before the best part. Listen, you leave my, this, when I talk about mixing business with pleasure, that's my personal life. This is, this is, this is not against someone personal. But it's the same idea. Fair enough though. Well played. Listen, I, I'm with the apologetics didn't fit in for me. Mm -hmm. They made me laugh, but they didn't fit into what I have loved so far about this show. It felt like Al said, a gimmick. And uh, I, I didn't get it. It didn't. It just didn't make sense to them. I wish they could have played those guys in a thousand different ways mm-hmm. um, and still been entertaining. It just was very awkward and weird. And, and I don't know. Um, and again, like I've already said, the the league scene. I wish they had sold that more. I want. I would love to see a couple bounce backs. That honestly, mm-hmm. they could have done that. They could have come back and done a rehash. I wanted them to push that even more than what they did. I think they missed some opportunity there. And, um, but there was a lot of good content, but we've talked about every episode and having no filler. This one felt like a couple fillers in there. The Policchettis are a good example of filler. I don't think that whole stretch was necessary. And, and then again, I go back to the JJ Frankie JJ, which nobody's talking about mm-hmm. because that feels like filler at this point that almost, it's like they're trying to make that a very important element but we're not talking about it and that that is a miss so it's unfortunate but again give me that gal i still really really enjoyed this i've watched this episode like three times i've really enjoyed it but when we're talking about it comparative to what we've seen thus far it it, it did it did it could come up a little short so it's a clearance all right it's a high clearance, but it's yeah, clearance. yeah. Okay, so one turkey ass cuckoo. That's all. That's what I got. Think say. back. Think back to <laughs> to all the Letter Kenny seasons we've done. Yeah. Episode five. It's funny because when Matt and I loved the Letter Kenny episode five, you could almost guarantee that Victor would give it a clearance or lower, yeah. right? Because it's it's the episode teeing up the season finale, and it's usually teeing it up, and so it suffers a bit, right? So I think this is exactly what's happening with this. That's a good point, Britt. What's your rating? I don't think it should suffer because it's the one before the season finale. You're setting up the season finale. But what's set up? The last game against the Sioux. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, we got... We got Brit. She's, she's uh, passionate. Listen, never, never. <laughs> but they, but even if they, if, but hold on. Even on that point, had they said something like, because they just left it playing and then we don't really know what's going on. They talked about who was going to be coming or what's going to happen. Might have been a different story, but that's it. Like we just got. Well, we know what's coming. Their best players are coming. They, they're well rested. Yeah. Yeah. They just kicked the shit out of the Sioux. They, but the, you're making assumptions. You're assuming their best players are coming. We don't know that yet. Yeah. We don't know that yet, Brett. <laughs> don't That's true. That's true. we know nothing we know nothing other than they just kicked the shit out of their call-ups yeah. chad uh chad chad says brit's his new favorite <laughs> oh, thank you. auditions are still open yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. um but honestly yeah it feels a little i'm okay one 
I'm gonna. I'm disappointed that this isn't gonna be a unicorn. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Two. Never thought I would agree with Victor. Yeah, these are both. That's a unicorn in itself. To agree. That's with a unicorn in itself. <laughs> There's lots of disagreements when we're listening to this in the car. I'm like, oh He's my god. He's got a fucking hippo now. <laughs> What is this? What is this it means he likes Brit. Yeah. <laughs> I like the hippo. That's the opposite of the blue spatula, the, the, the hippo. Yeah. Okay, so I'm winning a little bit. Maybe I'll take that instead mm-hmm. of the, the uh, unicorn. I, I'll I'll take that. Um, I I talked about this with Mo the other day when we, when we watched it once. And then again, when we just finished it tonight, I was like, I don't think there's an episode of Shorzy. I know it's only six episodes, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's an episode that I've been like, disappointed in Mm -hmm. i mean i do agree the paul chetty brothers are a little strange but like i think they mentioned them before this this is the first time they've come up they mentioned them before we know they're weird as shit Mm -hmm. so we got to see it it's like eventually we got to see ginger and boots Mm -hmm. um but i i don't know i liked the story with sanger you know, mm. stepping up and standing up to Shorzy and being like, no, this is my team. This is how it's going to run. Um, Shorzy and Laura Moore was great. I have thoughts about the JJ Frankie JJ situation, but it alludes to the next episode. Right. So, yeah, we can't do that. That's yeah. my. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that. Issue. That's why I'm not, yeah. I can't talk about it. Yeah. But hey, listen, I've seen the next episode. Hey. Hey. That did not sway my my opinion of it. <laughs> but um, that's, that's that's you should not be saying that. I and my last tidbit is um, the leak scene only happened once. Yeah, they called on each other multiple times, like maybe twice, twice or three times in the thing where they did the name thing. Mm-hmm. But I think having that happen once in one episode is a whole lot better than the. Circle chirp that Agreed. happened in multiple yeah. episodes. Yes, multiple yeah. circle chirp. Yeah. That, it's was, a that thing. does flow it's off the thing. tongue. It really does. Well, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got to make sure I don't actually say circle jerk because that's I'm like that's not the right one to. <laughs> unless you're ta- unless you're telling Al settle down. Like it's it's it happened once. Like chill. Yeah, exactly. It was only one time. You can't be mad about it. It happened once. If it happened. Yeah. Multiple times, then okay, I get it. Just, but I think it's fresh. You didn't need to go there. But uh, anyway, yes, fresh. That's, that's great. <laughs> I just put my two cents in. No, no, I mean, uh, no. Uh, oh, Kiso oh. didn't need to go there with that scene. I think that scene could oh, have been oh, a great yes. scene without having to do that whole Letterkenny thing, the, the circle chirp. It was a nice callback yeah. to Letterkenny. I know we're not comparing it to Letterkenny. Uh, I know, I know. It was a nice yeah, little call. It's fine. Uh, Mo? Yeah, so we don't really have a blue spatula, but it's teal. That, that one has less. Wait, hold on. Was there like Christmas gloves on there? there is. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Nice spatula. I love that Brit turned it for you. <laughs> it's a no, nice that. spatula. <laughs> I like it. I, I like it. So so who is that too, look- though, Mo? Who is yeah, so we're gonna go with fresh. Um, All right. For this one. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I definitely really enjoyed this one from the music, uh, the beginning in the middle. I'm I'm just a music. He's slut. a music person. Yeah. But um. Okay. I, and I, then, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm sorry I deprived you guys of a unicorn. Chad said in the in the chat, "Don't worry, he's never seen one either." So, you know, you're you're in rare company. We're in, we're in, yeah, we got him. I was kind yeah. of hoping that there, that he might have gotten clearance there, and then we could see a little banter between. Oh, I know, right? Fine couple here. Yeah. That would have been a lot of fun. That would have been a shit disturber. No, no, we're, we're together. <laughs> but uh and then the one thing you ha- she hasn't mentioned yet was the final like the very final oh. scene was mm-hmm. them on the bench with the sticks yeah yeah 
that could be my computer background. I it's I haven't tried it yet. We tried to screen grab it. Hulu's doing some weird crap on the computer where you can't screen grab it. I oh. need that to be my desktop background. I think it's great. <laughs> awesome. Help yeah, her out. Awesome should be able to get on that. Yeah. That's uh, all right, great. So let's move on to MVPs, and I get to start again. Um, my MVP for this, uh, the the game stick is what I meant. The game stick uh, goes to Sanger in this one. I think this is Sanger's coming out ep- episode uh, in terms of again coming out from under uh, Shorzy's shadow, but also that that scene at the end there where he's you know his pep talk to the team, like he's 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 you know he's fired up, and uh, and so I really enjoyed this episode for him. So I'm giving the game stick to Sanger. Uh, Victor? Oh, easy, easy. The Polichetti brothers. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't even. I love you, Victor. Of course. Of course. Oh, Victor. Oh. Not the imaginary thing they're holding in their mouth. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What like, would that hey, be? Like a, all, a giant sour all, ball or something? Or? Yeah. Personal <laughs> acting chops. Like, like, to be able to uh, hold that position for as long as they did. Did they even play? Remember, like, <laughs> like we're watching them uh, up close in the, in, in the restaurant, but also from afar. Yeah. And they're still like in, in the background, still sitting there with that, <laughs> with that position. I, I thought it was brilliant. Oh, and, gosh. and it's like, you know, ginger and boots hold my beer here. Right. I mean, yeah. it's like they just, they just, they're now like regular civilians. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are the real deal. Uh, but they've also you know, probably touched an animal or something. What was it? That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah but those, animal. but ginger Animals and boots are don't. amateurs. These are pros, right? <laughs> right? This is, this, this is, this is, you know, we, we talked about, uh, um, uh, uh, what, what is it? 10,000 corpses or whatever. Mm. They're like, they're from that family. Like the eyes, have, the, the hills have, Mm-hmm. You there, talked they, about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those are great movies. I, you I, brought it up apropos of nothing. Uh, anyway. Yeah, uh, I think I, uh, I think Tanya would love those movies if she had no, seen them. No, she wouldn't. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, Hills Have Eyes, I think that's the one you should Yeah, that doesn't about. sound oh, like a title awful. I'd be into. Yeah, no, they're so good. Just so picture good. the most awful thing you've ever seen, and that's basically that. Yeah, there's a lot of well, hills it, in Ontario. If Tanya yeah, watches yeah. a movie like that, she'll... But, but, yeah. So uh, anyway, so it's the P- Paul Chetty brothers that's like in a, in a two-hour movie. T- Tobias, uh, Tobias in the live stream. And you get to see true. why uh, they're wearing a turkey suit, uh, uh, an ass suit, and okay. a box. The so reason the reason Tanya's losing her shit right now in the live stream, Tobias's comment: "Their mother warned them their faces would freeze that way." <laughs> well done, well done. So yeah, that's brilliant. Anyway, so there you go. That's my MVP, and you can't even. You know, I can't even. Started. You're right, Victor. I can't even. Okay, Tanya, <laughs> who's your? Who do you give the game stick to? Oh my Figure God. it out. Oh, Tobias. <laughs> We'll see her. We'll get her back in about five minutes. Oh, she needs her I think I think she said Tobias gets the game. Tobias stick. gets the <laughs> game stick. Holy <laughs> Hannah! Holy shit! What were they doing when their faces froze that way? Oh my god! Catching <laughs> too, <laughs> too close to the TV. Oh, oh my god! Don't sit so close to the TV. Right? That's what I remember. Your eyes will go cross. <laughs> Oh, shit. oh man, that was so awesome. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, game stick. Um, I don't want to agree with you, Alan. Um, 
<laughs> but I do have MVP Sanguinette. But this the the tight second is Michaels. Like I gotta give a shout out to Michaels though as well on this one, because Michaels like he's I I he was so sad. Like I felt sad for him. He was sad at the the first one. Sat at the set, like it, with the dick out, like he dude is he like went from pathetic to pathetic, pathetic, to, pathetic. Okay. Yeah. And, and they were cheersing him. Like they yeah. were on the ice. They were like giving him like, like bumping his helmet and stuff. And, you know, he was saving some pucks going in and, um, marksman Michaels, like yeah. he, he had it well, but Saguenet, like he stole the show. You know I, I feel that he really did win the MVP yeah. or, um, stick, there whatever you stick, you know, what? Um, uh, you can't split the game stick. Uh, what I really, pre- there was a, 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 a little touch that they added there that I really appreciated when, when Michaels did kind of finally win the team over is when uh, uh, Shorzy said to him, shut the fuck up Sanguinette or no, sorry, shut the fuck up Michaels. So basically he's treating Michaels now the way he used to treat Sanguinette, which means he's now part of the inner circle. So I, I, I the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. Was, I didn't get that one. It was a pretty cool little uh, touch there. Matt, Who's your game stick go to? <laughs> so I'm going to give honorable mentions to Sanger because I totally agree with that. And Laura Moore because <laughs> she's just so good. Like, I, I wish they gave her bigger scenes or more scenes. I love it. But I'm giving it to Michaels. Um, oh. I totally respect what he's doing and trying to do. It's like it's like he's trying to undo the wrong of all his ways. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I like how his approach is. He just... He's fucked up royally. He hit rock bottom, and now he's doing what he needs to do to get back in good graces and be loyal to the team and support the team. And actually, uh, even though I don't like the Polichetti, I didn't love the Polichetti, I'll say it that way, I didn't love the Polichetti stuff, he is the reason for most of what happened this episode, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right? You got to hand it to him. Like, you wouldn't have had any of that had it not been for his character and the, and the, and the streak that they sent him on. So this episode went where it did because of Michael's from start to finish. So, um, no, I think, I think he's very deserving of the game stick in this one. Okay. Never misses the mark. Uh, Michael. Marksman, Mark, Michael's <laughs> no birthmark, birthmark. You know, there's going to be a skid mark. Michael's. Uh, uh, something. <laughs> oh. no spoilers. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's, it's kind of obvious. This is, this is God, Kiso by the, uh, so you know, good. okay, Britt, who do you get the game stick to? Uh, simple, short, sweet Sanger. Same. I agree with everything that you guys said. He did so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. and mo yep of course sanger Sanger? Um, and the other thing i liked was how he when they were in the weights room before the before Mm -hmm. the pep talk he kind of like griefed the vets on what his prep talk was going to be about kind of like bring him in you know like and then they they cut to the pep talk and like they're all bouncing they're all feeding off each other but it's all the same message right i thought that was really smart on his part yeah leadership awesome yeah sanger's coming out party great all right now off the top fives i know matt you hate doing this and and i don't know if we we continue this because because shorzy is such kind of a story focused how can you pick one episode over another but i'm gonna you know i'm (laughs) since we've already done it i'm gonna keep on going i'm gonna say this is my least favorite of the five so this is my number five victor i'm gonna give it a number two really you're just being contrary like seriously, how's this number two? Because they've have 
the 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 Palachetti brothers. <laughs> it's that simple. I thought they were brilliant. Uh, anyway, all right, Tanya. You didn't understand them. No, I guess not. Um, no, gosh, I'm gonna put this one at my last. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Makes makes sense. Uh, it looks like Matt's disappeared. Are you there, Matt? Well, maybe he has had to run to the bathroom. Uh, so we'll skip Matt for now. Brit, um, Brit and Mo, like normally. Oh, Matt, you're back. Are you He's back? <laughs> I tried so hard. I forgot the top five came right after this. I thought I had more time. I really had to go. Poor, poor I rabbit. Hear everything though. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, we couldn't. Yeah, thankfully, we didn't hear. It's really awkward. I'm sorry. I was racing. Did you you cut it off midstream? Did you get a rabbit? (laughs) That's not what we're talking about here. Let's let's just move on from that part. Oh, top five. (laughs) No, this did not make. I mean, this falls last on my list. Okay. Of of the Shoresies. That's so right. Dumb. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. So Brit and Mo, I, I, since you guys, this is your first time on. Oh, we've lost Matt now. Uh, so perfect. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Brit and Mo, since this is your first time on on the podcast, we've given the option, uh, the opportunity to our past guests to give us our, their top five letter Kenny episodes. If you have that. Wow. Oh, Brit. Oh, I do. Okay, go for it. And we, we've discussed, so we're in agreement. So okay. It's for both of us. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, where's my list? Where's You're my so list? cute, you guys. You're oh, so cute. I love them. I love them so much. <laughs> you're like you're oh, like Shorzy and Laura Moore. Oh, <laughs> no, <thank> Wait. You. <laughs> Okay. Take your tooth out, Mo. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll start. Uh, number five mm-hmm. is sleepover. Oh, the one that Victor I, was I like completely wrong the, on. I like all the snow scenes and mm-hmm. the quiet. I love that. That's my favorite part. Of so it. how uh, how loud were you yelling at your pod? Whatever. Oh, yeah. When Victor gave his so stupid. Said, there's, there's lots of discussion in the car when Victor's talking, and so I'm surprised I agreed with him tonight. Okay, there you um, go. But yeah, sleepover is number five. Number four. Uh, crack crack an egg is number four. Oh. Okay. Holy sheet is number three. Yeah. Very good. Fuss at the golf course is number two. And at number one is Day Beer's Day, and Ooh, there was a lot of good screaming at the car as well. Good, <laughs> yeah, there was oh. um, good music in that episode. Yeah. The scene where they all rush out of the car to go beat the shit out of Dirks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so good. that one gets me. I love that one. M eighty three, man. That was just- yeah. M eighty three, of course. Like I said, the music was Amazing. phenomenal. That's All right, awesome. guys, that's great. Thank you so much. And, and, and I got to say, the, the 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 banter in the back to you, mm-hmm. dude, Trace got it covered. He's like, they're such beauties. <laughs> talking about <laughs> <you>. <laughs> so All right, great. Um, <clears throat> I don't have any news or reviews. No, no um, uh, bracket, but the bracket will start up again next week. Uh, I've got Trace's recordings and, and his picks. I just need to produce those videos. I've got them half produced. So give me time, but I'm going to take the long weekend off. So, so excited. For yeah. The next looking round. forward to the next round. I do have a few listener comments. I've got one here from someone named Dick Sle- Sledge. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, Dick Sledge. Let's not laugh because it may be his real name. So let, <laughs> let's say he says, hey, hey, y'all. 
Um, uh, Yank from Wisconsin here. I was listening to the latest episode of Shorzy on the podcast and felt the need to inform you they still do make Vianetta. So, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> At least in the States they do. It's better than sticks even. Love this show. Wish I would have found it sooner. Keep up the good work. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, we love Vianetta. I miss Vianetta. I wonder, do these do they just not have it here anymore? Or we no, just I haven't been able it? to see any mm-hmm. or find any. So anyway, and then we have another one here from Joel Z. He says, at Produce and Pod, I was thinking uh, of uh, thinking about the name of Letter Kenny and Shores the Universe should be called the Pitter Patterverse. Thoughts? Maybe I heard that already on your show. Don't remember. Settle down. Give your balls a tug. That's from Joel Z. Uh, and I told him I I hadn't heard that one yet, and I don't hate it. I think it's it's uh it's just as good as some as some of the others, the Kiso verse and Kenny verse and Letterverse and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, nothing's stuck yet though. No one's uh taken it and, and ran with it. Um, okay, and I believe oh we're just at uh, final comments now. So, uh, Britt Mo, you guys are great. Uh, not only are you cute as hell as a couple, um, <laughs> you did a great job tonight. Um, thank you for, for coming on. I, I still remember those tweets you guys sent out when you were on that long New York drive, uh, saying, Oh, we're listening to you guys. Uh, we're like we're an eight hour drive. And, and I'm like, Oh, that's so awesome. Like, thank you so much for doing that. We appreciate it when anybody listens. So the fact that that's how you found us, that's amazing. Uh, great job. Sorry. Uh, I, you know, Matt and I couldn't deliver you a unicorn. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay I'm sorry. Had a really good time. I'm sorry. Uh, hopefully you'll come back. And obviously for the next ag hall social, we'd love to see you. Oh, yeah. uh, Victor. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, Britt, uh, I guess uh, I'm glad that I was able to bring out emotions uh, out of you guys and give you some, uh, some good levity for the trip. So that's great. You really brought it today. Uh, just fantastic. Uh, uh, Mo. Uh, from parts unknown, uh, I uh, yeah, uh, because we're still more the whole from from east. Uh, yeah, you know, that's, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Good, good job. He's uh, hiding from the Paul you know, brothers. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, you, yeah, you did great too, and you called out all the music scenes, so that's that's really great. And uh, uh, you know, hopefully, we'll have you guys back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and be, be, you know, before the the big event, uh, because then afterwards, we're not going to hear from you for a little while. No. But, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh anyway uh really great um and i can't wait till next episode it's i'm mixed feeling because it's going to be the best one and it's also going to be the last one so i'm uh, really looking forward to them announcing a new season mm-hmm. so uh, they better get on that but uh, anyway thanks so much guys you, you were great yeah Thank you so much, Brett and Mo. Uh, Brett, I loved your insightful, um, you know, Sault Ste. Marie, um, you know, the the thumper, whatever, what it was. Ground, the, ground pounders. The ground pounders. pounders. Pound love that. Pound, that pound, pound, pound. 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 See, pound now pounders. I'm saying it like you did. I know, I know. Uh, loved the insight. You guys I, are so cute. <laughs> Everybody just uh, thinks you guys are adorable. Um, congratulations on uh, uh, um, the um, uh, kid to, to the come, the baby to come. Remember, Alana is a good name. Alana? It's a girl. So Oh. It is. It is a girl. We do oh, know it's a girl. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not telling tales out of school. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Surprise! This is your gender reveal. Secret, We're gonna start doing gender reveal podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be hilarious. Okay. So much fun tonight. Um, thanks for the, the great laughs. Oh my gosh. Uh, my face is burning. I'm laughing so hard. Um, thank you so much. Great night. Great to see you. And, uh, can't wait for next week. Matt. Hello. Matt just flashed. (laughs) I think he tried to, Un, unfocus. I'm oh, sorry. right, right. Yeah. Refocus. Refocus. <laughs> Thank refocus. you. Refocus. That's the word. Refo- yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. We, we got there. We got there. <laughs> no, it was so much fun tonight. Um, yeah, it's uh, Brit. Respect for bringing the fire because you uh, had no problem coming at Al and I and attempting to. <laughs> you know change our minds it didn't work but it's okay i, know. I appreciate I it can't say it or try <laughs> it's i mean this is this episode was so much fun tonight it's one of the most fun i had on an episode in a while um i love them all but i like that it's felt like very like early on us where we're so divided and yeah. at the we same were agreeing time, too much before it wasn't right yeah, it, yeah. It, it, there's too much agreement happening i like when we disagree it's a lot of fun we get a lot of banter and uh Tanya laughing and Victor holding up spatulas and it's, this was this was a fun one. So I mean, as much as we love the show, we want them all to be winners. This was this is great that we had a little divide because mm-hmm. it it brings out some real character in us, and it's it's always fun. I'm glad you guys got to see, it, even though we couldn't give you a unicorn. So okay. that just means you have to come back, yep. and you're more than welcome yeah. because you guys killed it, Mo. Great to see you. Congratulations to both of you. Honestly, you. Um, it's so exciting. Don't don't worry. It, don't make don't let it be two and a half years before you go out. You don't have to. We just we just did. So don't let that scare you. <laughs> You'll get me out of the house. There you go. That's good. That's good. Um, but yeah, this is great. I have so much fun. I'm so looking forward. I've already seen next week's episode. I will watch it probably three more times before next week. I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, I think it's going to be a banger and it's going to be a fantastic. Stop talking. Story. Stop right. talking. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. What for? For what? <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just You're about to. You're winding up. You're oh. winding up. All I said was it's going to be fun to talk about. It's going to be. I think this is the most blue specials we've ever had. I know, right? At yeah. any given time. In three frames. I mean, one was Christmas colored. So I don't know. What that <laughs> it was just, it just teal. has Teal is blue. Teal is blue. All right, Britt. Um, I was really nervous to come on and do this really? but yeah i mean i don't you know i seen it oh well thank you um <laughs> but mo's like oh my god relax they're regular people and i was like i know <laughs> except for but, victor yes that's true <laughs> <laughs> regular is a bit of a you know stretch rebel there yeah. <laughs> but uh <laughs> as he a hippo yeah yeah, who does um, that? But, who the fuck does that? So dumb. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. So dumb. Um, lots of fun. My face hurts from <laughs> laughing and smiling so much. And it's fun to talk to more Canadians. Well, and we can't wait to have you back up here in a couple of years. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> All right, then Mo. My butt hurts. I need to get a cushion. <laughs> no, uh, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, uh, I think I, I agree with Matt. I think a little bit of a division makes it a little more interesting. Right. So um, definitely makes for uh, more engaging car rides. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, thanks for having us. And it was a, it was a blast. On that question, because you guys seem to be totally in sync. Mm. Are there any episodes you are to, you two are completely divided oh, on? Good question. That come Gee. to mind? Oh, not that I can 
Gee, I'd have to think about it. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no uh, chinks in your armor, right? Particularly. <laughs> We'd have to think about it. If we think of one, I'll tweet you guys. Yeah. But as of right now, that's not I... PC, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> if Loremore can't write it, she's, it's pretty sure you can't say it. All yeah. Right. Not that I can think of. If anything, I would think like maybe some of the music, see, like choices. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're like, yeah, that's a really good. I would be like, yeah, I like that there. And well, mm-hmm. you like a lot of music. I don't like. Well, yeah, but. This is this is what you're witnessing right now. Is just the is the calm before the storm. This is just the beginning of one of their biggest fights they're ever gonna have. Yeah, like, they're oh gonna shut down. They're shut down. What do you mean you didn't like that? How <laughs> <laughs> was that fresh? Now we have to think about it. How can you be like Victor? Come on. You're welcome. Anyway. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'm going to play us off here with a song from this episode. It's Born to Be Alive by Patrick Hernandez. Let me spool this one up. That's all we have for this episode. Next week, we review and recap episode six of Shorzy. Don't poke the bear with our friend and first-timer, Michelle. And guess what? She's actually from Sudbury. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They're at DiabolicalCoffee.com. Right now, you can use a promo code PROTOSTAN for 10% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, tell your friends, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at ProtostanPod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at ProtostanPod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to the after party. On behalf of Mo, Britt, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening, and have a great week. Yes, we were born to be alive.